your dreams have all died And what do you call them when every breath's a sigh And what do you call them when you just can't go on And you wish in the end would come sooner Well, I pondered a question and I looked at the time And I said, well, it's 12 p.m., so let's call it a lunar. I got you. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodco uh, Nooner Show on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I'm a host. My name is Marty. I'm here with Giselle and John. Good and morning. The mics were hot during all that, by the way. They caught that fine, fine bit of comedy. I was not planning to do it, but just it, it presented itself, and I could not help but to better up. I need to. Um, oh, I didn't plug in the uh, the headphones, so there's a cable here. You got to plug that in if you don't mind. Um, we're playing blind. Yeah, we're flying blind, people. Well, machine. Uh, okay, you can tweet in at Nooner Dan Marty Podcast at Gmail dot com if you want to fill the mail sack Tuesdays mornings dot. Tumblr.com, uh, and thanks to Darren and Tyson for that. And Joseph Douglas is listening. Sing your smoke. Oh, Joseph Jane, Douglas. Chris Brown. Uh, oh, good morning to everybody. Big, big, and huge warning. This is a big warning out there. There's been a huge breach in uh, oh. cybersecurity. <gasps> MySpace has been hacked. <laughs> Just yours? <laughs> no, no, like 360. No, this is actually true. I know. Like 360 million uh, accounts were were may have been stolen in this breach of. Uh, so people like now these hackers will know that you listened to you know Third Eye Blind in 1996. <laughs> so so your your reputation is on the line. Or right even or, or even worse that you. We're in what? That's dangerous information. Very dangerous, or that worse that you that you were in a a, a, a three eye blind <laughs> cover band right. called Four Eyes. The fourth eye. The fourth eye. Yeah, the, little bit of vision. Little bit. Well, the lead singer of Third Eye Blind went to my high school, and like he was like two years ahead of me, and then when he was hitting it big, he said his age was younger than mine. <gasps> Isn't that funny? Oh, that's great! And you didn't out him. Uh, good for you. No, I didn't know him, but, um, but you still could have outed him. Yeah, I think he was my sister's year. Oh, you um, mean the one that doesn't put you in any of her movies? That one. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. You know, the sad part is really for him, that he feel the pressure yeah. of the entertainment. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that pressure. He cannot be himself. Yeah. Yeah, while he was fucking Charlize Theron. Oh, you see that the it's really, so horrible. The tragedy. But what if? But what if they were like they were together, and then all of a sudden she like looks at his MySpace page or whatever. This hat comes out, and she goes, "Wait a minute, you're not. <laughs> you're you're actually how old? What? I'm done with you. With right, who? I'm going back to Sean Penn. That's right. Uh, Vincent in Hong Kong is listening as well. Hello, Hello Vincent. Vincent. Shout what time out. is it in Hong Kong? It Ooh. is actually nine o'clock. Is it nine o'clock tonight it, or tomorrow? No, actually, my phone will tell me what time it is. In Hong oh, Kong. is it today um, or tomorrow or yesterday? That's exactly right. In Hong Siri, Kong what what time is it in Hong Kong? No, I don't have an iPhone. I'm no. getting that information for you. <laughs> Siri, could we? Have it's, it? it could be a, a Giselle voice for your to phone. Be Siri? 
Yeah, to it's, like no, but like someday we'll, you'll be able to do that. You'll there'll be some way that you'll say a bunch of different phrases or whatever, and and then we'll be able to have Giselle will be the voice of my phone. Oh, I think it would. Be you know so what time it is? It, it is in Hong I'd Kong. Do it. It's it's Chinese dentist time. So is it really two thirty? Yeah, it is not. It is not. How, why are they off a half an hour? <laughs> I just some, to, you know, some places are. I just want to say two thirty. There are places, a few places in the world. I was going through this on my phone, like to go to all these different places that you could have as time zones, and they're not around the world. They're not one hour at a time. There's sometimes a half an hour. Sometimes it's a half an hour difference, hour and a half. That's so, how they get. You. How do they That's watch TV? Well, exactly. I know it's so so sad. It is sad. What about places that don't have time, have clocks? Uh. Are you guys aware about the science of persuasion? Ooh, no. talking me into things? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God, Cassandra. it's Cassandra. Hi. Cassandra had it's just Cassandra. Hi. Cassandra. Hi. 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 You look very nice today. Thanks. <laughs> so there are Creamy. like... Creamy. Creamy. I've told you that before, and mm-hmm. you still do. You look creamy. Thank you. She have her uh, uh, workout tog. She's what a, you call she's it, a tug? Like, Tugs, yeah. Yeah, you have a workout dog, so she's showing her uh, upper chest and shoulders, everything creamy. Thank you. Mm. She's a cream ball. Um, <laughs> cream ball. <laughs> so there are all sorts of techniques. That think of a turkey. <laughs> that people use to, uh, to influence people. And there are like six main things. Uh, but I wanted to focus on the three, uh, the three categories that are revolve around building trust. So one is um, where, where, where is this coming from? Me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, one is likeness. So if you know, it's pretty simple. If you're out in the wild looking for something to eat, you're going to like trust what not what the possum is eating or what the woodpecker is eating. You're going to go with what the person is eating. You know. So you look for your like people, and you, that extends out to like language, regionality, religion, and you know, it's one of the reasons why we have racism and xenophobia because we distrust people who aren't like us. Yeah, right? that makes so, sense. So if somebody says, oh, uh, Giselle, I'm from Hamburg too, and you're going to immediately have a, a sense of, you know, camaraderie, rapport, rapport yeah. yeah. Rapport. And so the, another one is authority. So if, uh, even person, though statistically, if you are both from Hamburg, statistically, I'm probably an asshole. Okay. So, <laughs> so even though you're like all of a sudden, oh, hey, great, you're from Hamburg too. You're, it's false. Because oh, it's a I false thought, sense of security. I thought what you were saying was it was me, this other person from Hamburg, and you is oh. an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> John, Any, all the equations John are is an asshole. asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But exactly. you're saying if you was from Hamburg. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm just going along with what he's saying. And, and all kidding aside, it's though, a, and then statistically the opposite, right? If you're not from Hamburg, like, that's if you're back in the caves. Well, I, I think I just said that. You did? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I was on no. Twitter. Yeah. No. Um, so there's also authority. So the person in the white lab coat must know what they're talking about. And, you know, if we we see a skinny person in a lab coat showing a, a slew of before and after photos and who says, I helped all these people lose weight, you know, we they are an authority. So they, they immediately have more uh, we trust them more. Yeah. And true. yeah, or, or that's I'm why standing in front of commercials. They always do that. Right. right. I'm standing in front of a mansion. I can make you rich. Uh, I'm wearing a suit. Um, you know, I can get your DUI charges dropped and you know, I have a university with my name on it, a building with my name on it, uh, stakes with my name. On- oh, you're going there. Okay. Right, sorry. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that was the I'm, wait, last, the I'm going there. Okay. Was, lastly, there is consensus. Like because <laughs> if we see that everyone around us is eating the big red berries, we think I guess it's okay to eat the big red berries. And yeah. so and we start chowing down. And if some politician says, People love me, look at all these people who came out to see me, are you saying that they're wrong? Uh, which prompts everybody to cheer and support, and mm, which leads the me way. to the obvious thing of what you were talking about, is, which is kind of terrifying, is Donald Trump. Yeah. And here's why it's terrifying is, you know, he's the, the Republican nominee. But if you'd asked me a year ago if I thought he had any chance in the presidential race, I would have laughed and started talking about, you know, Mr. Robot. You know, season one. Mm, sexy Jeb Bush. And sexy Jeb Bush, exactly. Yes. And it's probably, if we listened back to the podcast a year ago, we would have been laughing about <laughs> Donald Trump. I mean, I, I would never listen to myself again from right. a year ago, but, um. I'm not even listening to you now. No, we, we, yeah. we've already established okay. that earlier. <laughs> but right now, you know, in several polls, he's, a, uh, he runs ahead of Hillary Clinton. And if you're, you know, and it's weird because you watch the the late night talk shows, and like the, when they mention Trump, and they all do, everybody laughs like it's a joke. But he's still ahead in the polls. Well, this is my this is what I've been saying. This is why I kind of changed my view of the whole thing. And I almost feel like I'm still. It's almost like being in an abusive relationship or something, right? <laughs> like like where you're just going, oh, he can change, or you know, he he'll he just he he just needs he's under a lot of stress, and so you know, and then he beats you up again, and you're like, oh, you know, but you don't understand him the way I do. It's almost like there was a time where where uh, where I stopped saying. Trump's mm-hmm. not going to succeed. Like he would do the next thing, and I go, "Okay, all right, fine." But there's no way he can. And then he would do that, and then I would go, "Okay, well, there's no way." So I am now. I now am not even going to say, "Well, there's no way he can be president," because I'm done with that. I'm fucking done with it. Yeah, I, there, right. There's something that you're kind of alluding to that is going on in society or whatever that has changed. There's been a well, shift. Last Friday, Scott Adams was interviewed on Bill Maher, and he, the guy, draws Dilbert. So. <laughs> Take that for so what it is. Whatever. Wait, so is whatever. he wearing a lab coat? Uh, he was wearing a lab coat and glasses. <laughs> uh, no, but he actually he's a, he has studied persuasion, and and he said that he predicted uh, Donald Trump would be our president in a landslide. And this is this when is, did he do that? Uh, well, he said that last year. When and here's what he says: persuasion for decades. And when I saw Trump last summer displaying the tools of persuasion, oh, wow. I thought. Oh my God, he's not a crazy clown. Everything he's doing, including his complete ignoring of the facts, is persuasion perfection. And I called him to be the uh, landslide winner in the general election last year because the tools he's using, essentially he's basically taking a flamethrower to a stick fight. There's nobody using the same tools he's using. So his complete ignoring of facts are actually part of the persuasion because he doesn't give you targets, he doesn't give you... Details of his policies, usually. Um, so he's, he's reducing the number of targets while making you feel good and focus on the things he wants. So that's like basically, awesome. yeah. And he's basically saying that it's just a, a technique. And, uh, yeah. and so I finally realized or came to the, the fear, like what you had just talked about, of like there's a very good chance he will be president. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates Hillary. Uh, I didn't. I stopped thinking that the whole Donald Trump thing was funny a long time ago. Yeah, because people take him too seriously, and I just think that his ideas and the things that he preaches are so dangerous to have that kind of platform. I thought 
he's but, he's a he's a monster that the Republican Party has been forming for the past few years. And for the past, I, no, I would say I would say that he's he's We're talking about by catering to would, the no, no. To, no, no, no. to the tater. The, he is, to no, he is he is equally, if not more, hated by Republicans. Yeah, by the I would party. say I, know, I like, would say that he cares more about persuasion and gaining people's approval than he actually does about public policy. I don't he, think he gives a shit. I about know public that he's policy. hated by the so, Republicans, but that doesn't. I, I'm saying that they've created. They did they not cre- create him. There's no way they created. They're, him. they're by catering no, no, no. to the Tea they, Party they by created, creating. They created an environment where he could succeed. Yeah, yeah, by catering to religious extremists. Right. By catering to racism and I, all these I think things. Also, by by starting the dialogue to be <clears throat> contentious about twenty years ago or so, I, I started to notice a real difference in the. Tenor, uh, the emotional tenor of political dialogue right. and attack ads and contentiousness. Right. I could be blowing smoke from my behind, but it seemed to me to be coming from the Republicans. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked and sad that it changed this way. And it's just been getting worse and worse. And I think that's the petri dish now. <laughs> well, think, yeah, it's just I, like he's the, he would, he's the natural thing to come up and I think that probably for a lot of the time the Republicans who catered to religious extremists probably didn't like them same way that they didn't don't like Donald Trump but like they did it because they can get votes well so well, now yeah, you've created I, a I monster think, I think that like he is I thought about like what's a Trump presidency going to mean and I really don't think we know uh, I know that you know he's running on the Republican platform but if you look at like this past like I think he's just really interested in getting people to like him. So if you look this past Friday, he was talking to a bunch of farmers in California, in Southern California, and we expected a bunch of rain um, in Southern California, and we didn't get it. Um, so in front of these farmers who have millions of acres unplanted uh, because of lack of water, he said, there is no drought, and when I'm president, I'll turn on the spigot and bring you water. And and he he's using his authority to appeal to these farmers that, that he can bring water to them and they all cheer, which creates consensus, which boosts his brand. Never mind that we've been living through six years of drought. All right. You guys. No, I'm listening. Never no, mind that we've been right. living through six years of drought. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can you guys not do that right now? Like this is, that's, yeah. we can work. That, I'm, li- I'm listening We can to you. figure out who, who's, to you, who can follow us on Twitter uh, afterwards. I'm like, to we're you. totally with you. All right. But that, I mean, that's his MO. It's like he looks at the room and he says like, what do these people want? And then he says it over I mean, and over that's again. That's how politics kind of works. But like, no, I, exactly. I think that like there are people like who have the courage of their convictions. And he walk, he would walk into a My Little Pony convention, convention and say, you know, when I'm president, my I'll first day my in office, pony, the I will, yeah, I will make friendship magic, and you can all get to fuck Rainbow Dash. And if and did I mention that friendship <laughs> is magic, and yeah. uh, and that you'll get to fuck Rainbow Dash? Oh, or Twilight Sparkle, if that's what you want. And then he'll see which well, one they want. And then like, oh, no, I meant, I meant Rainbow Dash. Which, you know? to, which do you or want? Or Twinkles. Marty. It sounds like Twilight Sparkle. It sounds, it sounds like it's Twilight Sparkle. Twilight. <laughs> it sounds like. Like, he met with Paul Ryan. And, and, uh, Are you a brony? Um, oh. shut up. Shut up. Oh. Shut up. Uh, so he met with Paul Ryan, who's the Speaker of the House, and they met, uh, and so, <clears throat> who, and he's like this Anne Rand, Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand. Rand. Like libertarian weirdo, and according to a source who was there, Donald Trump, you know, was trying to get Paul Ryan to endorse him. Said, you know, of course I would get, I want to get rid of Social Security, but I can't say that on the campaign trail, or else people won't vote for me. 
But you know, when I'm in office, we'll it's see like what that. Happens. It's like that shit when they caught Mitt Romney um, at that I, at that at that like rich person right. fucking party, forty seven percent. Yeah, and he and he was like, yeah, he was talking about how forty seven percent of people but aren't even trying. Or so something like, like that. I don't I honestly feel like, think that that's anything other than a political. It's not no, a Republican it's, it's, and Democratic thing. It's, all, they all do that. It's, they are no, no, no. All well, that's what liars. No, no, and, it, yeah. it, it is much more a Trump thing. So like. I mean, he's so much more interested in upvotes and likes. Like he has flip flopped on, uh, on everything from climate change, uh, not climate change. Um, but he's flipped everything. on, on, no, he, he's, flipped on he's flipped on abortion. He's flipped on, on no. Syria. He's flip flopped on, uh, no, you're right. I mean, the thing is he hasn't flip flopped because no, he, he has. has. No, he no, literally has. Here's what I'm saying is because he, he, flip, he no. flip flopped on immigration. He flip flopped on. Here's what I'm saying though, Marty. I understand. Here's what I'm saying is that flip flop implies that he actually had a point of view to begin right. with. And I don't think that he ever, but, but I, I, I think he the says difference whatever is other, he needs uh, to po- say. Right. But that's my whole point. And not all politicians do that. Yes. They, 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 no, no. Okay, not so, to the, so his he's extreme. on steroids in that way, but right. this is not an unprecedented, you know, uh, uh, dynamic in politics that they say what they need to say to get vote, uh, elected that is that is not a right. new thing but in, especially in come some, the general election like in this i agree world with both of, of you right now in this world oh, of you. like of you, you know so likes and upvotes mm. like that we're so we're Good concerned point. about our how we present ourselves and who likes us like maybe he's the president that we deserve you know well you know what i think of you saw idiocracy mike judge's movie right yeah mm-hmm. i mean that's to me that's that's who he is he's he's uh terry cruz you know he's yeah. the, he's the fucking professional wrestler who, who becomes president he's on a big harley davidson tricycle thing and and shooting off fireworks most of the republicans who do support him the what how they come out and say it you know they always go well, you know, I as long as he surrounds himself with good people, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. I think a presidency with him will be fine. Basically saying he can't do it. He sucks. But if he gets the right people around him, well, then, and I, and I think that's then all, we'll survive for four years. If we, if we just take a breath and we realize that that is the system that is set up, we have a system that theoretically does not allow some one person to come in and hijack it. Well, that's true, which is kind of like... It, it, that goes both ways. I mean, if Absolutely. let's say that Bernie was the nominee, I mean, he he's not he wouldn't be able to go in there and just no. like break down walls and do whatever he wanted, unless everybody made a point to also vote for Congress and like get out there and vote for that. Because I would say that that's almost more important than voting for a president. It, it is more important, and I and and I also think that even in the situations where you've had both. You know, uh, uh, the, the presidency and Congress on your side, we, we were still okay, you know, in, in the end. I just, yeah, because what's gonna, what could happen is if Donald Trump wins or in a situation where any Republican wins, but then like, you know, the Democrats win Congress or vice versa, it's just pretty much a wasted four years of everyone's life. That's, well, that's not necessarily I, true though, because, because there's other things that go on besides, uh, um, uh, uh, hang on a second. Besides, there's other there's other aspects of what a presidency does than like what bills are passed or what legislation happens or what Supreme Courts. There's also sort of like who are we as like a people and as a community and some and and somebody can come in and sort of go way too far, which is usually how things work, right? The pendulum goes way too far, and then you go, okay, wait a minute, that's too far. Mm-hmm. All right, that's not who we are. We're not that. And so then you come back from that. And so there can be there can be things that we learn about ourselves. So maybe, you know, and I'm not saying well, let's have the worst kind of president, but but if you have a presidency that that goes too far, 
then it's possible that we sort of start to kind of define ourselves, you know, but, like who we do want to be. Right. But that's, see, I felt the way that you felt, um, Cassandra from in 2000. I thought like, okay, this is a contested election in Florida. Um, but you know, what's the worst that can happen in four years? And in four years, like, or in one, in two years, we were in a, a war that would not have happened under a president Gore. I mean, it was a false war that was created by this machine. So, like, one we president can cause so much damage, and it's so well, important. That's not true. The, it I is mean, true. That's, that's exactly not, what happened. That's not what happened, though. You can't. That's that's an oversimplification to say that 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 war happened because of who the president was. It I mean, absolutely was. Are you kidding me? The all, the all the intelligence that was was handled was handled by the president. Like that, that's like Dick Cheney and you know like something just creating, would have happened because then but we wouldn't Congress, we wouldn't we would not Congress have had to we vote on not, that and we they did, did. We they would all, not have Democrats and Republicans alike all voted to go not to Bernie war. Sanders okay so all but him everybody right. but like three people including okay, but but yeah. but the, it was presented by the president okay that's fine but that's, well, then, that's, that's, that's what the president does he presents things right. and then Congress theoretically right. goes yeah or nay but that would not have been presented if. If George Bush hadn't been in the White House, that's just absolutely 100 percent clear. Oh, okay, but but it was presented, and everybody I know. went along. My with point it, so. is that it's because George Bush was president that we were in that situation. If the Florida recount had been the way you know had been uh, uh, considered legal by the Supreme Court, we would have not but been. What in that. if, as a society and as a species, we're supposed to overcome no, that? It, uh, rather all my point. Than sort all my of go back. Wait, John. And go, John. What my, if, John. You know? My point is that the presidency makes a huge difference, and I didn't think it did until 2000. I don't. I still don't. I don't agree that it's. But I think you're wrong. It, There's no way we would have been <laughs> in. No, you're wrong. Infinity. No, but you know? like <laughs> you're saying that you're saying that Iraq War would have happened. I, who fucking knows? My point is not. My point is not what happened. My point is, look, what do we do about it now? Like that's right. my point. We learn that, like, oh, you know, the presidential election Barack has Obama. huge okay, consequences. Great. Okay, good. Yeah. Exactly. So that, that's you why got, we you, should. You got your Barack that's why Obama, you should be there you par- go. terrified of a uh, Trump president. And so now you have Barack Obama. Does not make you happy? Does it make you happy that Barack Obama is president? And it then makes he's had me two terms. It makes me upset that. Thousand, you know, million Iraqis were killed. Well, but does it? Are you happy that we have two terms of Barack Obama? I am. Sure. Okay. So, so good things happened after this horrible thing that you're talking about. Well, good things happened. Bad things happened. Like that. that whatever. So, but everything was okay. No, right? everything wasn't okay. We're still in I mean, seven different wars I mean, right now. Still here. You know, uh, I think. No, some people aren't. If I may, you was uh, talking about scientific uh, studies behind. Uh, 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 behind, uh, what did you say? Persuasion. Persuasion, yeah, persuasion. There's also scientific studies around uh, debating, and they say that uh, most political debating, if you get two people arguing different point of view, they, they uh, just tend to go further into their own point of view. They don't know uh, cross uh, education or pollination or whatever. That's typically why I don't like to debate politics with people because I feel like there's nothing I can say that's going to change. Yes, there is nothing mind. you can say that will change. No, there's nothing that there I can. Is something. No. <laughs> yes. No. You can yes. absolutely change people's minds. You're not invited to my wedding anymore. You are changing my mind right now. You are changing my mind. My mind is changed. There. You happy? Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, I could not help but notice you mentioned a wedding. Oh, yeah, I know. I was just saying something to her. Congratulations. I don't, I don't think you were. I don't th- <laughs> 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 uh, 
it hurt a lot. I think you need to let her back to the wedding. Okay, you now. can come back. Okay. Okay. Right. I thought maybe you had some news. No, please. Let's. Why not? She's a free spirit. She is. Mm-hmm. She's, She's not ready to settle. She's no. not ready to let one man put her in the kitchen. Uh, half man. Yeah. Half man. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to marry the midge until we get our own TLC show about it. There you go. Oh, Can nice. I say real quick, Marty, A very uh, midge wedding. Cass and the midge. If you mm-hmm. was done with that subject, but Joseph Douglas Weston have tweeted in, Trump is a product of celebrity worship and, yeah, absolutely. and hate for political dynasties. Um. All right. That's, that's from Joseph Douglas Watson. He's right. And I think to, he's right. We all have to argue. No. Oh. Well, but what is that? And what does like that say? If you dislike political oh. dynasties, then you should probably support someone like Bernie Sanders. I mean, because uh, Trump, I, Trump I, isn't a political dynasty, but he's someone who has a fuck ton of power. By the way, already. I, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't want either one of those guys as president. You Bernie. Are or you with Trump. her? No, here's what I'm saying. I don't want fucking either one of those guys as president. By the way, I'm from Vermont, and I could not be prouder of Bernie Sanders. I'm, I adore him. I've met him. He's awesome. Uh, I told, didn't I tell my Bernie Sanders story? Nope. I didn't. Nope. Okay, so when he was the mayor of Burlington, Vermont, when my mom was going to grad school there, so I would go up and just have to kill time while my mom was in school. One day there were these two, you know, in Little Burlington, Vermont, which is like sixty thousand people, uh, sixty-two. Um, he was, these two business owners were having an argument and I sort of stopped to look as you do. If you see two people like we're on in Brooklyn or something, there's two like shaking their fists at each other. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, that's interesting. The Iraq war wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Yes, it would have. Yeah, wouldn't. <laughs> that's exactly, that's exactly what was going on. And your, your, uh, awning is in my easement and whatever the fuck they were arguing about. And, here comes the mayor, because here's who he was to me at that point. This is this, and by the way, it's funny to me that he seemed like an old guy back then, you know. Uh, so how old is he now? But uh, so so he so old. So he comes he comes ambling down the street, and I was oh, there's the mayor. There's Mayor Bernie Sanders coming mm-hmm. down the street. He comes down. He talks to these Did two guys. Did he have guys. a big button on that says mayor? Because <laughs> like, that's what this story sounds like. He had a top hat. <laughs> Swinging a cane. Yeah. What's the debate about, boys? Yeah, that's right. I don't know why he sounds mayors, slutty in my head. The mayor. The May West. He turned into May West. He's Mayor West. But he, uh, he came and the, t- by, I, I, hand to God, the two of them shook hands. And he, by the time he was done talking, the two of them fucking shook hands, and he ambled off into the sunset with his schlubby, dirty, wrinkled jacket. See, that's and why I like him. I'm that's telling you, I love him. National diplomacy. I love, but, um, and here's my point. I love that. I love. I would not vote for either one of those guys politically, but I love that they are both like in the discussion and on this level and they have reached this level of national prominence. I mean, Bernie even more so because of my personal, you know, love of him. But, it, you know, the idea that... But why you that, don't that want two, to vote for him? Well, I can't vote for him. He's not the... I don't know. He's in the, running in the... You could vote for him in the primary. No, I think his views are, far, are too far to the left for, oh, for me. Oh, oh yeah. for you. He, okay. He's, uh, uh, you know, just like... Yeah. So you with her, though? Well, and I don't like her either. Mm. I don't like her just because so I don't like her. you going to vote for Donald Trump? I, I, I don't know who I'm going to vote for. <gasps> I don't 
I don't he know. He did not say no. I know. Well, wow. didn't I, 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 well, but here's the thing. Didn't I say that I was going to write Cassandra in? Yeah, you did. I'm, Wait, he, I'm, he's actually voting for me right yeah. now. Still so did not are you say saying, no. Are you saying that there's a world where you would vote for Donald Trump? I think so. Oh, there's a there's a world where I'd vote for anybody. <laughs> but yeah. but why why would what, what I'm you? I'm not going to get into that discussion. With he's you, you're going to vote for Donald. No, no. See, look what's happening no, no. right now. No, no, you're going to like I, circle around no, me no, and you're going to attack me. No, I'm just I'm just interested in what you like about Donald Trump. What I just said is what I like about him. I like I like that he is a he is a um, outside of the system uh, person who has gained national prominence. I, I don't want to get into defending him either. No, no, I'm, just I'm, not, a, I'm not a fan. I don't like I'm just him. Interested in what you liked about? I don't like. I don't like him. Right. I dis. I greatly dislike him. Okay, but you I, still would might vote for him. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't decided yet. And by the way, I'm not going to get into it because that's all you want. A little no, piece no, of meat, I, I little am, piece of meat hanging I, off, and you can fucking chew on. I am just exactly. curious because no, racist. I actually am genuinely. Yeah, I, I would vote for him because I'm a racist, mm-hmm. and so is he. You're yeah. right. I that's am, exactly no, no, right. John. I was wondering, John. I'm genuinely interested. Why? Why? What people like about him? You know, so I don't, he just no, told you. I don't. No, I know, no, but I, I mean, cannot, he's saying that I'm looking for something to attack, and I'm just curious. I cannot. You, you're asking me to speak for people. There's different, no, who different like people Donald, like. You him just said that. You said I'm interested in what people like. I know, about Donald and Trump. you are a person what do you who want? does not like Donald Trump. So you want to ask a person who doesn't like Donald Trump what they like about wait, Donald wait, wait. Trump? Okay, let can I rephrase? Let me try to sure. rephrase. Uh, for what reason yeah. have you not yet unilaterally ruled out voting for Donald Trump? Because I like to keep my mind open and I like to watch a campaign and see what people say when once there is a nominee on both sides and I like to listen to both sides and then make a decision. That's why. Jeez, mm. so defensive. I'm not defensive. I'm being attacked, and I'm not. You're defensive. not being attacked. Look, well, what do you do? Tell me, how do you do it? How do you decide who you're going to vote for? I find the candidate who matches the beliefs that. That's I have. what I do. You want yeah, to I know do the what I thing. do? Yeah. Well, I don't vote, but when I used to, you picture them naked, and then uh, she I, supports Bernie. I don't think that's what she does. <laughs> When that would be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. I'm not voting for anything. And I love I'm voting for Jeb Bush. <laughs> I close my, I put a hand over my eye and I swirl my finger around in the air and then I plant my finger down on the right. Chris Christie it is. <laughs> and I think it's funny that, like, I just got done telling you how much I love Bernie Sanders, but that's not interesting to you. It's interesting well, because you that, said that I might vote for Donald Trump is more interesting. Because you, to you said that you wouldn't vote for Bernie Sanders. Yeah, so because See, you, like, you already rule him out. Right. You, you closed your mind to him. No, I didn't. I, and if I, I think said that, that I wouldn't I vote for I think that him, if it comes down to it, I, I bet that John will vote for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Uh, that just listen, seems I, so I, abhorrent I do want to me. To say, seems hope, so what? Bad. I hope that bad? you. Yeah. Oh, and you're not going to go see Ghostbusters either? No, it's just, I'm just saying, it seems, that is, by the way, that, yeah, right, anyway, that is so great. Well, just on principle, just on principle, yeah. Oh, we'll get, yeah. No, no, here's the thing, I, I have not yet decided, and that is, hand to God, on the life of my children, I have not decided who I'm going to vote for, and for once in my life, I would like to sort of stay that way, because like I said at the beginning of our podcast, this is a very... This is a unique time in my life. I've never seen politics where it is right now. And so I am literally just like trying to sort of, just like when you're in a situation that is potentially dangerous or whatever it is, you try to open up your mind and kind of be present in the moment as much as you can. Sure. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm trying to stay present in the moment because 
Because what does it seem like if I sort of get into my emotional, you know, how emotional I am about it? Yeah, it seems like fucking idiocracy. It seems like we are moving toward idiocracy, which, by the way, when I saw that movie, and this is way before any Donald Trump candidacy, it, I was laughing and terrified of yeah. that movie at the same time. I was, I was watching that movie going, at a certain point, I went, oh, my God, that's right. That's what that's I thought. Thought. We love yeah. you. That's the same way I felt when I saw my mother naked. <laughs> Uh, with Bernie Sanders. No, I was laughing and I was terrified of the future. <laughs> but was, she, was she alive? Yeah. Okay. Jesus. That's when she was alive. I accidentally... Oh, I, that's what I love about you, that you're still laughing, though. That's why I love you so much. My poor mother. I just yeah. think that this is... Uh, th- there's not a lot of enthusiasm for either candidate, like except for the ones who are core in their, in, in their camps. Yeah. And which makes this all the more consequential an, an election, because they couldn't be further apart policy-wise. And so I think it's really, really important that everybody vote, even though it's going to be like, uh, which which cheese stinks worse? Of course I know? will vote. Of course I will <laughs> vote. And I, and I may be holding my nose, will likely be holding my nose while I vote. I know? accidentally ended up at a Latinos for Hillary rally yesterday. <laughs> You're like, what? How did I end up here? It was an accident. And I was like, You're some, a Latina who is who, for, for Hillary. Hillary. Yeah, so that was an, that was, fue un accidente, pero, you know. <laughs> I, I went to, I wanted to go and relax at Echo Park Lake with a bottle of wine and a friend. And, um. The bottle of wine is my friend. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. The bottle of wine and my dogs. <laughs> you did not say they were two separate things. <laughs> <laughs> my dogs are one thing to me. Well, here's, here's, or oh, I'm sorry, are you done with your story? No, no she hadn't even started it really. <laughs> I was just building the world, but that's <laughs> John hadn't heard his own voice for 90 seconds. I'm what sorry, did you okay, have to say? Nothing. She nothing. Just said the same. I'll say it. I'll say it in a minute. So you. No, say so it now. Oh, I won't forget my. No, story. it's off in a different direction. Oh, is right, it? Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I went to Echo Park Lake and I was approached by uh, some of my countrymen. Well, not my con- not my countrymen, but you know, similar. Yeah. Uh, as brown far people. as any, as far as any Donald Trump supporters, either my countrymen, <laughs> light light vaguely brown people. Yeah. People vaguely are, brown people. Yeah. Trying to like hey. You know, like, what's going on? Are you here for the Latinas for Hillary thing? And I was like, what? And I look around, and there's banners everywhere at Echo Park Lake for, like, says Hillary's, Latino for Hillary's. And I was like, oh, shit. And I just, I imagine, like, cut to, like, this big, like, you know, front page photo of, like, Cassandra just, like, waving a That's, like, flag, what like, kind of ended up happening. And I was like, the greatest. Because they were just like, have you, have you registered to vote? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I already did my write-in. They're like, who'd you vote for? I was like, Hillary. And everyone was like, ah! And, like, Everybody lost their mind, and I got like some free shit, and then I went and I enjoyed my bottle of wine, and I was like, ah, "Leave me alone! <laughs> no, get the fuck away from me!" <laughs> it didn't feel good voting. Like, that is, in, 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 in that moment where you sort of realize, where you've just kind of been sort of, you know, skipping through life and whatever, and then yeah. all of a sudden you go, "Oh, I'm oh," and then you look around, "Oh." I'm in whatever, you know, there's... Uh... Look, it wasn't, it didn't, it wouldn't, it wasn't like my heart, like, warmed no. when I voted for Hillary Clinton. It didn't, it but didn't I mean, warm. You didn't, you didn't quite know that you were at, you were, uh, that there was a, a distinctive pattern, 
like I didn't realize that she was gonna hunt me, if that's what you're asking. She sends me emails every goddamn day asking me for dinner or to dinner or whatever the hell they're doing for the Hillary for campaign. Thirty thousand dollars. No, they you say like it. Donate a dollar. Donate a dollar. Oh, hey, hey, man. Hey, dude. The the lingo in the Hillary Clinton emails is it's like hilarious. Like, hey, dude. No, no, um, it does not. Yes, say dude. It, it says like shit, like dude, and like. What's up, girl? So, so they have your. They know how old you are, and so the they have different. They have a little a little an- algorithm. Fine that, one. That, I usually that, uh, delete them. You know, good sir. You know, will be the yeah. Algorithm like for hello, the, sir. Like hey, John. You, there's a cord right beneath you that you kicked out, and so we we dropped that white one. Oh, so, we lost oh the don't feed. touch it! Don't touch it! Yeah, we lost the feed. So so just be careful. Okay. Right. Did you put the feed back in? I don't know. Jen, we don't know if the feed's in or not. <laughs> uh, it doesn't. Well. Uh, okay, so check it out. So I'm in San okay. Francisco when I'm, you know, like 20. I'm a kid. I'm standing on Market Street, and the whole parade starts going by. And there's like, and I look over and I see some people that I recognize, and they're like, "Hey, John!" And they're like beating on five gallon plastic drums, you know, uh, drumming as they go down. They, you know, there's a huge parade. They go, "Come on, come beat a drum!" And I went, "Oh, okay, all right." And so I walk over into the parade. I mean, this is how it was like, right, when you were. 20 years old in San Francisco, and uh, hey, come join us. So I go all the way down Market Street. I'm beating on the drum. Like it's a whole big crowd. You didn't see the white power signs that they were carrying? Check it out. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. So hey, come on. And you know, so we get down, we round onto Van Ness, and then turn around City Hall. And I was like, oh, we're going to City Hall. What the fuck? And so we round the corner, and there's just filled with people. City Hall is just like, like, see a sea of faces cheering and whatever so we get i we go around and we say oh my god now we're walking up the steps of city hall oh my god so me and just the drumming people are like sheep fucking walk exactly (laughs) but these are these are like friends of mine so we like walk up we walk up onto the onto the uh uh, uh, steps sit down we're beating our drum and so then the guy comes to whoever it was comes to the mic and goes Thank you, thank you, everybody. So glad to see you all here. I'd like to especially thank the San Francisco Lesbian Drum Corps for joining us today. Huh. And I went, and I looked around, and, and I was drumming with the Lesbian you are, Drum that's Corps. That's a different that's a, lady. That's a good thing. Oh, it's a great thing, but I'm just saying you it was funny to me that I... pretty lady. That, <laughs> thank you. But that I did not realize, I did not make the connection that the pattern between these people is that there were all these lesbians that I knew. I think that if you shaved your beard, like, from the right silhouette, you might look like a lesbian you know, drummer. And if you thank put you. on... Yeah. Thank you. If you, you know, have longer hair, which you curl up nicely, yeah. put yeah. on yeah. a little yeah. wig or something, you could pass. I just want you to a second for a second imagine looking out over the crowd of thousands and thousands of people and having them point to me and saying lesbian lesbian, lesbian drum corps did it stop midbeat um, okay hello dude have you guys watched lady dynamite Oh, yes. it's so great! Yeah. It's so great! It's really good. Yeah. It's it's Funny. it's it's little by little one of the, the the best comedies I've ever seen on television. It's and how she ends up like leading the uh, open arms rally, oh, you know, for God. Mark McGrath yeah. of of Sugar yeah. Ray. Yeah, it's very funny, and then just that opening sequence is just. Blew my mind. Like, when the when the, the agent when the agent says to her like after I don't want to I don't know about spoilers. I haven't yeah, finished I the all whole right, thing. All right, all right. It's really good. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. glad you like it. Because you know what it is? It's watching somebody 
who doesn't who doesn't fit in but who has so much to give and who is struggling with all of her own shit on top of all of the shit that we all struggle with together and there she is just fucking standing there like facing it and kind of yeah. making the I best of it and uh getting through it and yeah. and 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 it's and it's funny yeah. you know? and i think you know she's somebody who suffers from mental illness and like Everything in it sort of follows like this crazy, you know, uh, brain logic that that doesn't like fit. But yet, normal no, but convention. Yet somehow, it, exactly, it's a crazy brain logic. But just like if you watch like Lynch and you go that dream logic, you go, okay, this is not my world, but damn, it's consistent. You are such a Lynch I know, apologist. I know, I know. <laughs> as soon as I started saying that, I go, oh, what am I doing? No, but you're right. You're right. And but that, you know what I mean. I mean, it's totally. like it's like you watch her logic and you go, oh my god, her her world is consistent and makes sense. It makes sense, you know. I hope that she knows it makes sense. Um, there was the, a uh, a little boy named Yamato in this is in Hokkaido, Japan. There's a sushi restaurant oh in god. Westwood called oh, Yamato. Oh, oh my god! And he's seven. And he's seven. Oh okay. my god! So so he was throwing rocks at, at cars and people, and uh, his like pa- you do when you're seven. Yeah, and Japanese. his parents got um, pissed off, and they told they kicked him out of the car, and. Huh? Um, they they kicked him out of the car and then they drove down the road 550 yards. Yeah. And then they were like, okay, I think he's learned his lesson. They went back. He's gone. Gone. In a fucking area where bears have eaten people. Yeah. It's a. Uh, and the first thing they told the police was, uh, we were picking berries and he wandered off. Right. They couldn't. They they didn't want to admit that they were disciplining him. And is that stunning that you would drive away from your fucking seven year old? This is not even a. Ten-year-old, even you know. So what? What is the, it's the like less than a ten-year-old? What, what is the cruelest? At least by three years. By at least three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on when his birthday is and what time of the so, year it was. Anyhow, he Which disappeared in Japan right now. Mm, no. November, I think. He he disappeared in the woods, and <laughs> they have search parties looking out for him. They have not yet found him. Happy Still, even even to this moment, right now. Yeah, even to this moment, oh, it so happened so a stunning. day or two, two days ago. I think it's just fucking so horrifying he, to me. Does is kidnap a possibility? Or <clears throat> no, I think it's not a human. Yeah. It's an animal or a and I don't he think has he, wandered off, and it's a huge remote. Oh. Like it'd be like wandering off in Yosemite or. Something. And I don't think he had his ten essentials with him. You know, no, no. didn't no. have his towel. He didn't have a fire starter. He didn't have a oh, fire starter. Extra clothes or food. What is he going to do? Or, or sunscreen, sun protection. Um, he had an iPhone though, right? Um, yeah, but he used Compass? it all. There's no, there was no service. He was playing. No, he was playing Minecraft and he used it for the battery like in two hours. <laughs> so, what is like? What is the? What is the like the dumbest? I hope um, he's learned something from that so he can uh, build his own. Sort of extra uh, discipline, mm-hmm. the disciplinary action that you've done with your kids. The worst discipline. Yeah, like the, the one where you just like. Oh, why do Why do that. I get this funny feeling that this question is directed only at me? Because you're the only parent here. Oh right. Um, what is the worst disciplinary thing? I did? Yeah, I'm just, fucking the worst disciplinarian. Right. Like you are. You're like yeah, my, they're fine. Abby is like far more uh, uh, reasonable with that stuff. I'm just like, oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, I live and I live. I live. Exactly. Fucking terrible. I discipline. I've ne- first of all, I've never spanked my kids. Right. Uh, I've never. Um, okay. Well, then along those lines, what's the? Oh, the you most, know, like taking their. I take their. I've taken their phone away. But what's the most careless thing you've done? Like I can't believe like they didn't get kidnapped or whatever. Like. You know, I, that is such a load of questions. Like, how, like, when is the last time you beat your wife or something? No, no, no. Because like, <laughs> no, like my my parents d- did like 
you know, crazy things. They would let me like wander off and just, you know, hoping that I would okay. get back home. All right. And so you're saying, well, this is, they'd take me to see Jaws when I was six and like, okay, you know, it's so I have two, I have two stories like this. So when you take the disciplinary element out of it, right, right. then, oh my God, daily I fucked up with the kids, of <laughs> course. Uh, one time with, uh, my son, Eamon, he was just a little guy. He was probably, I was four, five, maybe years old. Um, well, it was down here, so he's five. Uh, and uh, Abby and I, my ex-wife and I, went into um, this the Halloween superstore in in a mall. And uh, you know, and I don't know if you can appreciate like when you have a couple of kids and there's one baby and there's a you know whatever walking around and it's malls are a fucking nightmare. And so we're there in the superstore, and she and I looked at each other like we normally do, and sort of like, okay, uh, here's what's going on, you know, and, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go over to, uh, this place, and then I'll meet you at this place over there, and I'm like, and then we're both like, okay, and both of us were positive that we had communicated to each other. And in my mind, she had taken Eamon with her. And I'm supposed to stand, stand in line and finish paying for the stuff, right? Right. And so she leaves, and then, uh, and then, um, so I, I leave the store and then I go over to the fountain where we were supposed to meet and I'm going, God damn it. Where the fuck are they? They're not at the fountain. So I've walked about 50 feet outside the store and there's a big hallway and you know, the mall or whatever. And I'm going, son of a bitch, where the fuck did they? And I'm so, I'm starting to get mad, you know, that they've gone to the car and that wasn't the plan. Right. You know, they, oh. and so then all of a sudden I hear dad and I look behind me. And there's my little tiny son in the middle of the hallway of the mall, you know, with all of this fucking shit going on around him. And my, it's like, you know, when the whole lens like, you know, like the background goes far as the person goes closer. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? My son is standing there by himself going, dad. And, you know, sure enough, she thought that I had him and I thought that she had him. You uh, must have breathed. I'm so happy to see him. My, I just about had a heart attack. Yeah, it was like the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I probably it probably has affected. I probably have become too coddling, or you know, to this day, like, right? Because How old of it. Was yeah. He at that time, I think he was about five. Oh my! But you know, now, 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 keep in mind, my five-year-old. It was super. He's a super sharp kid, and he's very uh, a, a capable. He's not a. Yeah. He's very bright. He was talking at whatever a month old or whatever he was in full sentences. So he's he's not he. He wouldn't, he would have, and, but then I had a conversation with him. Well, what would you have done? Yeah. What would you have done? And he goes, well, I would have gone over to the fountain. Like you talked about. Like he had heard us make that plan. Oh. Yeah. Right. Oh, he's a smart guy. Yeah. Boy. And so I was like, okay, all right. So he's probably going to be okay. And then the other thing, Stella was like, you know, just wandering then. Yeah, yeah, we get, we get the car, (laughs) we get the car, put Eamon in. Oh, Eamon, we're so glad you're okay. And we drove home. Where's Stella? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Son of a bitch! (laughs) God damn it, we got it half right. Come on. So. (laughs) Listen, really quick. uh, Giselle has to. Yeah, yeah, but Giselle has to leave. Yeah, I have to go now because we're doing the live Giselle show podcast at 11 a.m. That is an odd scheduling. Well, what I thought was uh, to see if uh, to uh, get some crossover. Yeah, crossover. Well, that's a good idea. All right. Yeah, it's right. a crossover it's episode. A, it's a mar- <laughs> marketing ploy. So which of so they say ploy? So you're mm-hmm. gonna so no you're boy. gonna be Marty on your show, and Marty's gonna be you on this show. That's right. 
So, yeah, sort of. And mm. I asked for Marty. I said, Marty, why don't you come by to the show after this one? But he have to work. He yeah. can't come. But we have Madison Perry and Vanessa McGrady and almost Glick. We got a lot of fun things planned. And that's at 11 a.m. today at podcast.thegiselleshow.com. All right. So I'm going to go. Bye for now. Bye, Bye. for now. Bye, Giselle. Um, Love you. So when you you know you hear about the the four year old who gets into the gorilla cage, like you know that can happen, right? Like how the fuck does that happen? How does the system? How is the thing built so that the kid can wander into the gorilla oh, well, cage? That, there's that, but I mean, from the parent parental standpoint, like you can turn away for twenty seconds, oh, and yeah. all of a sudden, stunning, you know, yeah, stunning how far they how fast they can get away. Yeah, and it's a shame that that they had they, where they felt that they. Had to shoot that point. Yeah, these people. I, I haven't read a lot about this because I've actually kind of stayed off the internet for the past week. Good and for you. I feel you. great until I got here and you guys started discussing. Uh, don't, don't, don't bring it up. But you we, know about this. It. I know. You I know, know about the. Gorilla. I heard. Yeah, so I, Cincinnati. I read, I read a, the a child, headlines. Yeah, a child snuck into. But people, the cage. Na- they killed people the are on the internet being nasty and fucking. Blaming the parents and yada yada yada, and I just don't think that that's fair. No, it's not fair. Yeah, and wasn't the gorilla sort of tossing him around like a rag doll before they? Um, I I actually don't know. Everyone was like, "Oh, the gorilla was trying to help him out of the moat, and he pulled his pants up and like, you know, was trying to like stand up, yeah, like try to like help him or protect him or something like that." But here's the thing. who knows? That's a wild like, I, I would have to see yeah. like a straight up video because gorillas also will tear a human's arm off for sport. Jot, like, bite their face off. Like they are so much stronger than us yeah. and they are fucking smart. Yep. And it's, yeah. yeah, it's not like a tiger acting out of instinct and wanting to eat something. It's like, this is like a fucking like <laughs> getting thrown in with a serial killer who just like has fun. Like, yeah, doing that. You know, yeah. I'm not saying that every gorilla is like that, but a gorilla who's been raised in captivity and you confused. Can't, you can't and, risk it. Yeah, yeah. No. But what about the? There's a guy in. It's not like they're happy that they had to shoot the gorilla. Well, no, here, no. Well, here's my point, but, though. I mean, that gorilla. I mean, if we just go with pure <laughs> statistics, it's going to be much harder to replace that gorilla than it is to replace that kid. Fair enough. I think. Fair That's enough. True. Yeah. It's gonna be a but tougher. That four year old, that four year old better cure cancer or something, because, <laughs> or else it's just a fucking no, waste. Four year old's they, gonna grow up and be an asshole. Gorillas are endangered. Um, you gotta, gotta go negotiate with some other zoo to get another one. So in Santiago, Chile, there was a guy who tried to kill himself. So he jumped into the lion's den and to, because he was trying to commit suicide. That is and a so ballsy man. He, wait, wait, wait. Say, Sorry, st- start that over again. I was reading. Um, this I know that no one listening was reading something and that they were actually listening, mm-hmm. but for me... No, a, a guy in Chile, he he took off all his clothes and jumped into the lion pit. Now what's that at, about? At what's the, the clothes-off part about? Just so that they they wouldn't have to get fibers in their teeth. And so he was being thoughtful. He was being thoughtful. He's just like, <laughs> they don't have toothpicks. No, he was some, I can't, sick, I can't he was some sick fuck who was like, one more time, I'm going to show my dick to some Yeah. <laughs> and then chomp. This one's um, just for you, Santiago. So he was getting mauled, and oh so, wow, it worked! So yes, of course and, it worked. And so they, the zoo officials sh- killed two lions to save this fucking asshole. Oh my god, why didn't they shoot him? 
I know. Oops, miss. Oops. Sorry. Sorry. I think the cops do That's that. A, this is what I'm talking about. Like, what? It, look, I don't know. I mean, this seems like such a fucking stupid statement and such a nasty, insensitive oh, oh, thing. Can't wait. Welcome. You got your welcome got to the club. If you want to <laughs> fucking kill yourself. Yeah. Do it in your house. Do it. No, yeah, or no, go get it. Like get a canoe and head out into the ocean or something. Something. Don't, don't, don't cause don't, other people to have to fucking deal with you. Uh, uh, don't kill yourself at a mall. No. You know, don't kill yourself and have to kill two lions at the same time. Don't jump in front of a train. That kills a lot of people. And, and, and you're going to traumatize the driver. The driver, driver. That train. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is like one of those Unless you things, hate trains. Don't kill yourself train by shooting up yeah. a fucking school. Like, this is all, like, selfish, insane, no, insanity. It's, it's where, totally, like, you want everyone to be just as upset as you. It's total narcissism. And the next time you are behaving narcissistically, realize that that's the path you're on. You're on yeah. that path yeah. of jumping in front of a train. And to be yeah. fair, like when you're depressed, you're not thinking straight and all of a sudden, you know, just shit doesn't, logic doesn't work. But at the same time, it is so fucking annoying when people do like, like if you're that train conductor, like the rest, every day, the rest just, of your life, you see that guy splatting against your window. Yep. Yeah, yeah. of Fuck course. And there's you. poor lions. I know. Well, but seriously. Oh, they were killed actually. Yeah, but, they were killed. Yeah. But their children, the little cubs watched it happen. Yeah. And, and the dude survived. He did not. He, he did. did. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I was trying to kill myself. Yeah. He survived? Did yeah. they put him in jail? Uh, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I think. Did yeah. they, they handcuffed one of his arms to uh, the one that was left? Yeah. To, uh, what and a then, fucking <laughs> asshole. They, they fed the <laughs> other one so back annoying. to the lions. Hey, listen. Yeah. Once they have it, we can't take it away from it. It's not like, fair. Yeah. They got that arm fair and square. Take out a credit card and fly yourself to Africa if you want to get fucking And jump out of the lions. plane. Or that. On the way. Open up the hatch. Oh, no, wait. That doesn't that would, work. That would actually hurt a lot of that people as well. Yeah. 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 Jenny Marie. I, I realize that when I'm, it's time to kill myself, I'm going to have to really think this through. There's a lot to consider. Well, sure. Jenny yeah. Marie yeah. tweeted in that the zoo is at fault, period, in the gorilla case. And I think that's true. Well, yeah. They yeah. Don't, don't have an enclosure. I, that I, that was my first in. thought. was like, how, what is the design? Because I remember in San Francisco, there was a, there were some kids that went in after the um, place had closed. And one of them was sort of teasing the tiger by like hanging over the wall or something smart and the fucking tiger jumped up over the got so pissed off that it jumped up over the wall and they were like holy shit and they all ran and the tiger like went around one by one and took these kids out like like they were they, they spread out but he got them all that's Boy. called that's called you know evolution in action like. evolution in action and and and, and the result was, was like, so like a darwin moment and like, yeah, yeah they, like they, let it happen they thought the wall was tall enough and they built the wall taller you know after that but uh, but yeah I, I i think i if a if a kid if a child can wander into the cage and again I don't know, but doesn't that seem like a design flaw? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm or, anti. Or, or maybe what you could do is just not put animals in cages. Then I was about to say I'm anti-zoo. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. I think I am too. You know what's a nice yeah. zoo, though? San Diego. Yeah, Wildlife right. Preserve. Yeah. No, I've never been. But no. um, they have one up in Big Bear, and it's like a, it's like a... A kind of a rehab. So they only have animals that like are addicted to are in that area. <laughs> yeah, so they get like bears that are addicted to that are born to t- <laughs> crack and stuff. No, addicted but they get seven year old boys who they get like they get like sick animals, like sick bears so, and owls like a, and all those refuge. things. Right. And so they heal them back to le- or heal them back to health and then they'll release them or if they feel like the they can't they wouldn't they survive. Shoot them. 
No, then they keep oh, them and then keep and they keep them in the zoo and, and feed then they're happy. To them. But they're not in cages. They're out in the in in well, the environment. They're in the cages. Whole, the whole. They're they're in cages. They're in the zoo in the cages. But oh. like it's like they're getting these are animals that wouldn't survive out in the wild anymore. So they oh, right. So they're getting like nice little cushy lives. It's the Alpine Zoo. It's a nice zoo. I just, I just think, yeah, I think that it's, there's going to come a time, maybe even in our lifetime, we're going to go like, really? Sort of like circuses. Remember how, like, we all, we all love the circuses when we were kids. And then eventually, I wish, I wish Giselle was still here, but, uh, you know, like, oh, I love the, and now we're like, okay, that's barbaric, the elephants and the fucking hooks and the, the, you know, what Mm -hmm. they, so we don't go for that anymore. Yeah. Whenever I see, like, every so often there's a video of like, you know, trained or a circus bear or a circus lion like attacking their handler. I yeah, you go well. Yeah, it's what you yeah. signed up for. Yeah. What do you think this is? A fucking video game? Yeah. Those and, are real animals. I mean, it makes me sad because like the animal will probably be shot. Yeah. Uh, you know, put down. Will certainly be put down. But I'm just like, yeah, you play like if you fuck with like yeah. I'm what yeah. what who how is it makes the me animals mad. Makes me angry. that you put playing, them you're playing God yeah yeah the, exactly you went and scooped them up they were doing perfectly fine where they were and you scooped them up and brought them over here yeah, yeah. which means that you know we should all just be vegan again like you were at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year that's how I ended up mm-hmm. on the steps of the uh, of the city hall in the Lesbian Drum Corps yeah, yeah. I was having been a vegan yeah uh, there is a there's a vegan cafe that is being a, a vegan turns you into a lesbian drummer? well apparently yeah. in my case it did yeah, yeah. makes you very rhythmic and like <laughs> you know you listen to the Indigo Girls I don't know if um, I'd have a lot of luck as a lesbian Oh, I'm sure oh, you would. You would, you would crush it as a lesbian. You Are say you that. Kidding? You say that. But you would fucking crush it as a lesbian. I'd say that I, I don't get a lot of lesbians sitting on me. What? Uh, mm-hmm. well, well, we'll 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 take you to no, but you, a lesbian that's bar. not a fair thing because if you if you presented yourself as available to lesbians, yeah, uh, maybe that's what you're not. That's they're picking up on the vibe that that's not what you're into. There was if you if you put out that vibe, you would be. Come on, you'd never be lonely. All right. I mean, except for right after you had sex and they left. But, I mean... Uh, They're just like men. But just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't in, win. In the country of Georgia, God damn it. in Tbilisi, there was a, a vegan cafe. And they were having a, a, a gathering there. And then they were basically attacked by people, a dozen men carrying meat, who threw, like, meat and sausages at them. And a, people a riot. need to fuck off. I know. But they were just, they were, they felt that it was a, um, a cultural affront that was, you know, just coming into their, their country. Like, I just don't get it. I mean, I, I get it, but, but people need to fuck off. People need to calm down. Yeah. By the way. Go on. It's the top of the hour and you're listening to the Nooner podcast on the Smodcast Radio Network. Wow. I feel like we time travel every time that little. Yeah, we're now we're in a flashback. Now we're in a flashback. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trump's never gonna get a nomination. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. We're, we're in a zoo. So, um, so do we? Do we eat the red berries or don't we? I don't think we do. I don't know. That. We see what everybody else is doing, and then we just do what they do. Eat the blueberries. But if I haven't They're noticed, in season. just uh, all I want to know is yes or no on the red berries. Just tell me the. Just give me no. an answer. No, nope. no, thank no. you. No. Um, you know what I saw also on uh, as well as Lady Dynamite. 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 I saw the detour. What's that? It's. I think you you might enjoy it. It's about uh It's as what I might enjoy it as what. As a, a father of two, a, 
son and daughter. What's it called? Uh, the Detour. It's Jason Jones and, and, uh, Samantha Bee's TV show. Oh, yeah. And it's a, it's about a family on a road trip and, um, all sorts of. What's it called? The Detour. It's, it's a show? Yeah. Just, it just finished last night. Who, who, what channel? Uh, I don't know. TBS or something? TNT, something like that. TBS. Um, TBS. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but, um, yeah, it's really funny. And, cause I like Jason Jones. Like, uh huh. Who yeah. is Jason Jones? He, he was, was a, on The Daily Show. He's Savannah B's husband. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. He is good. Yeah. And so it's about a, a, you know, it's a white male with two kids on a road trip. I thought you could How identify with that. Why of these movies? Why does it matter that he's a white male? Because you're a white male. But why, but why do you have to point that part out? Because, because it goes back to likeness. Do you enjoy the show Blackish? Is that, uh, uh, I don't really watch. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I rest my case. Sorry. Cassandra rested my case for me. All right. Yeah. I don't, yeah. if I don't find it, I don't connect to it. Yeah. 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 Hey, have you guys watched the Carmichael show though? Uh, no. Fresh off the boat though. Or whatever the fuck it's called. Shit, I can't. Why are you looking at me? I can't even quote it correctly. Marty, what's that show called? <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Marty? How does it it's exactly? Called, it's called called fresh off boat. Fresh off boat. Fresh no. off boat, Aru. Yeah. Uh, we bring sword. What? That Jared Carmichael, he funny? Gerard, Gerard Carmichael. Gerard, Gerard. That Jared Carmichael? I don't know. Quit trying to whitewash him. Gerard Carmichael. No, his show's fantastic. I haven't seen this uh, last season, but I watched the first season, and it's really, it's like, it's, it's got those like m- multicam, like very sitcommy setups, you know, and the cheesy jokes, but like the things that they talk about are like really real stuff. Like you know, it's like it's about a family, and so you have like the all in the family vibe where everyone's gathered around. They're talking and they're razzing people and then they start talking about race relations in America. That's great. And it's, and it's, and it's all like you have different people from different points of views and it's funny and it's, and it's real. And I really recommend the Carmichael show. All right. I got a show to recommend. (coughs) Go on. Casual. Uh huh. Fucking love it. Oh, on Hulu with uh, Michaela Watkins? Yeah, with Michaela Watkins. (laughs) <laughs> Unbelievably great, and for a similar reason that you just said, in that it's kind of disarming how uh, ordinary it's shot. You know what I mean? Like how right. kind of re- you know it's almost like shittily. Sort of, well, no, it's not shittily. It's sort of like you were saying, sort of multi cameras, and it's kind of sort of almost mundane. Right. The the scenario, like the scene, you know, and they always sort of start off quietly. You might come in, and people are just kind of sitting on the couch or whatever, and the next thing you know, like. Crazy ass shit is happening. What they're talking about, uh-huh. or what they're doing, or right. Yeah. I like her a lot, Michaela. Oh, she's amazing. She's really funny. Amazing. Well, where else? Where? Why do we? SNL. She uh, was on. No, oh no, no, no. She wasn't on SNL. She was. She was. She was okay. on SNL for a couple of seasons, and she was on Transparent. She was on Benched. She's she's done tons of stuff. She's, she's really really funny. Well, she she's works. Like, she's like Circle X, right? She was with. Oh, the, she's Circle X. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a theater here in town. Yeah. Um, that. Yeah. Um, I know because Julie was Circle X or is or whatever. Oh, really? And so they, they knew each other. Oh, because, so do you know Tim, the, the artistic director? I don't because I'm not he's Circle married, X. He's married to my ex-girlfriend. Who, uh, also cool. didn't, who also didn't put you in her movies. Who did not put me in yeah. her movies. You just, just, you just keep no, no, choosing she, these she people. Put me, she put me in Veronica Mars. Okay. Um, that was before we went out, so good. 
it wasn't, mm. had nothing to do. And there's no connection? No connection huh. at all. Weird. Uh, Husband beats wife's rapist to death. Now here's the, now here's my feeling about that. <laughs> Sorry, I was just here's, reading a here, headline. Here's, she's playing with those magnet refrigerator magnets. Make your own poem. <laughs> that's what she came up with. Husband allegedly kills man attempting to rape his wife. Yeah, well, good on him. I don't know. Yeah, that should be allowed, right? I think, well, that's kind of my feeling. Like I'm I'm vehemently anti death penalty. I, I could not disagree with the death penalty more. But if somebody hurts. They're your kid, and you kill them. You know, I, I'm willing to look the other way. All right, yeah, that's big of you. Yeah, I am. I'm big like that. Yeah, yeah. Don't come near my kids because I'm anti-death penalty. But, but it's other. It's a more complicated viewpoint than that. Right. Yeah. Right. And it well, might not be good for you. Um. All right. Jenny Marie says that Carmichael show is the only good thing happening at NBC. It's on NBC. Yeah. That's what's crazy about it. Oh, wow. Um, they, their shows always suck. I mean, always. I love NBC. Please put me on all of your shows. Whatever. NBC. You're fucking CBS for life. I know. It's so, I didn't even notice that. I was like, I looked, I was looking at my IMDb and I was like, wait a minute. Like, are my, I, I had to put my resume together, right? Mm-hmm. Like every time you have to update your resume. I started just looking at CBS, just going down the line going, how, what, what does that, does it mean something? Does that mean something if you're always on? Like, one am channel. I, am I, well, <laughs> well, I mean, they, they do have, they do have a casting department and that is on by the network where they yeah. approve everybody. And, you know, you have to get approved by the casting director, by the director, by the studio and by the network. And I'm sure they know you, you know? Oh, well, that's a nice way to think of it. I no, was, I'm sure that, I'm sure they're like, we love that guy. Yeah. That's a nice way to think of it. Cause I was sort of like, oh, does that, cause I, cause my view of CBS is they are maybe not the hippest. Right of the network, and neither I, are you. That's exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. Right. You are. You. you are the mom genes of character you actors. You are. That's Aww. nice. I'll take it. If I'm something, I'll take it. I don't care what it is. If I'm something, I'll, I'll be it. Yeah. You're the adult diaper of horror movies. Oh, thank you. Thanks, yeah. Cassandra. That's the sweetest thing you've ever said. So thank this you. weekend there was a video that was showing. Um, the the landing of the the Falcon rocket that SpaceX launched, you know, um, it it, it, la- it, dam- it was damaged, but it did it did land, right? Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it landed for the third time on you know on this ocean platform. Yeah, and so this guy posted this video basically saying that it was all a hoax and like he was a flat earther. That's so funny, and it is funny, and it it kind of went viral. A what a flat earther? Yeah, so what does he, that mean? He, he believes that the Earth is flat. And there are a bunch How the of fuck. There, no, no, that, there's a thing. I, I came across this. There's a whole. There, I came across a video on YouTube. There is a whole, and they don't scarily. They don't seem like crazy people. They're, they're saying they're saying this incredibly crazy thing, and somehow the video doesn't. You don't immediately dismiss it as, oh, those are crazy people. You go, oh wow, that person seems completely reasonable, and they have an entire. <sighs> worldview as that why how it is that there that there's how do you even get caught up in that there was a rapper if named, someone said yo named Cassandra, B. let me show you this the earth is flat i'd be like i don't care yeah, the, enough there was a rapper who posted a bunch of tweets saying and photos saying that uh, it's obvious that the earth is flat and, and who even gives a fuck about that like doesn't even affect it it's if it you know what it affects everyone if 9-11 was, in fact, an inside job. That is a, that, that is a big fucking deal. 
This doesn't affect anybody if the Earth happens to be flat. Right. Does it? Well, well, it, I mean, if I you mean, have like a cruise line or something, or if you have, if you're a satellite on. company, yeah, you're you know, a satellite company, and, and you're trying to, you, you kind of depend on the Earth you, being around. Yeah, you sort you of need it to go around and but, surf. But it's just what? But it's so crazy because it's just like how. Like what are you? What is it? What are you saying though? Did you just say what? 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 No, I said what? I said, what, what? <laughs> You did say what, what, and you said it again. Yeah. (laughs) What, what? No, I just... What you talking about, Willis? Get get into conspiracy theories that fucking matter. (laughs) Wait, I want to know if you know what what you're talking about, Willis, means. It's like uh, Gary Coleman. You see. All right. right, Good. I was going to say Gary Oldman. It's very close. Yeah. That little little guy. You've never seen them in the same place at the same time. It's Mm -hmm. true. That is absolutely true. And Gary Oldman is a, what's the word I'm looking for? A thespian? No. A chameleon? Chameleon, oh, yeah. yes. And he has played a little person. <laughs> Yo, Tiptoes. Have yeah, you seen it? I have. Yeah. I have to. I own it. A person? Yeah. Yes, John. Yeah. We've talked about it. What? I'm going to lend you this movie and you're going to fucking thank me. It's okay. So it's a movie Is called. Toulouse Lautrec? No, no. No. It's a movie called Tiptoes. Matthew McConaughey, Kate Beckinsale, Peter Dinklage, what? Gary Oldman, Patricia Arquette. So they've got a little person and they have Gary Oldman playing a little person. Yes. yes. But, but he's got like, he's got Matthew regular person McCon- arms if you look at him from the front. And like you see him when like ever he's sitting on the couch, there's like these crude little fucking no. stuff. Like, yeah. I swear to God, John. And these John. giant long arms. John. Oh my God. I, it's, it's fucking incredible. Tiny feet? Tiny feet. It's and just him cars walking around beep, beep, beep. his fucking knees the whole time, and he rides a motorcycle with a sidecar. This is real. Yeah. And him have, and him and Matthew McConaughey are supposed to be twin brothers, and they have body doubles for parts of it too. Right? I just yeah. want to be there. I wanted to be there when they're pitching that. When they're pitching the movie, you know what? Peter Dinklage is the only one who stands by that movie to this day. Oh, really? Yeah, and he says that the reason that. He's like, you stand by this movie because originally it was this really beautiful script and this nice story, but then the editors changed it into this romantic comedy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's about, he and, um, uh, Patricia Arquette have this romance thing, right? No, uh, no it's, it's, was it Kate Beckinsale? it's Kate Beckinsale oh. and Matthew McConaughey are dating and she gets pregnant and then Matthew McConaughey's like, oh fuck, I don't want you to find out that my entire family are little people because I don't want the baby to be little and, then wow. it's... Now, does the Mitch find it offensive? Does the Mitch find Tiptoes offensive? Yeah. I haven't showed it to him yet. I don't no, think he's, he's ready. He's not ready. Yeah, yeah he's not ready. Yeah, it's, it's like... like that's, he, it's the same reason why I like, can't watch an, Scarface, because I don't want to get offended. <laughs> right, <you know>? right, right, right. <laughs> this is an unfair portrayal. Say hello to my little friend. He's my boyfriend, actually. I guess okay. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to my tiny boyfriend. Wait, what were you talking about? How did we get off on that? I'm sorry, know. I got it. Oh, because we were talking about, uh, we were talking about the flat earth. Oh, yeah. Okay. But the, so, like, there are people who just in, they refuse to believe it. Like, it's crazy. and it's so easy. Okay. But it involves a conspiracy. The old, their, their, their system involves a conspiracy. Right. And, and so, like, I, I stupidly engaged with this person. No, I mean, they didn't, they didn't Mark, engage Stop me. doing I know, this I know. shit. Stop Every it. Every week. I know. You're, I can't help it. I can't help it. You have to stop. I can't help it. So You're was, in a relationship now. I was like, you don't need but this. It, it took, Grow up. <laughs> I know. But I was like, Rice, you do what fourteen-year-old boys do. I know. You're like, Whoa. No, I, I, but I, I can't masturbate because my mom's home. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone, mom. So I'm gonna do this. I'm, <laughs> I'm 
Do your homework. <laughs> Leave me alone. I hate Bob, Jews. Bob. <laughs> I hate Jews and women. Uh, no, I I just said like, are you saying that like all the people who who the thousands of, of videos of you people, already know wait, the answer of of weather balloons and GoPros where you can see that the Earth is curved? Are you saying Hollywood? That, Hollywood. This is, like, this is right. you know what it's like. And it's then, like I, then I said, then I said, okay, well, if then why don't you just do it yourself and see if it's true or not? You know, this, yeah, and the no, money. This is you like, act like okay, you're the first person exactly. who's ever said that exactly. shit. Exactly, that's what's fucking crazy. It's as if, but you, I don't know why they don't. If you do walk, that. if you why would they do that? It'd be like walking past a yard where there's a dog chained up that's barking and walking over to the dog and being like, "Why are you? Why are you so angry?" But this, <laughs> that, that, that is me too. Just the, relax. Okay, I was what, at a barbecue. I was at a barbecue this weekend where there was a dog who. And how many people left demented. not liking you? Oh, everybody, everybody. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna make this dog love me. <laughs> oh, Marty, that's so sad. Yeah, it is it's so your sad. Girlfriend, they feel the worst for. Yeah, her, she's actually. out of town. Yeah, but so she was. Um, so when she's out of town, you engage Marty dogs comes out to play. and fucking conspiracy nuts. Yeah, is what you do when she leaves and, and trying to so really to, what to you're make doing, every dog love me. So so passive aggressively, you're telling her she can't leave. She can't leave you because when she leaves, you turn she into a fucking goes, nut job. Not, yeah. just yeah. a monster. Like I'm a monster. <laughs> No, I was very reasonable with a guy, and I just left, you know, two comments. How did you get hired at Schmoogle? You have no place I on the know. internet. Oh my you god, crazy. I can't help it. It's crazy. just crazy. Yeah, and so, you know, and like, I would love for the end of the story to be, and you know what? And then he changed his mind. Yeah. And okay. Then, yeah. I'm calling. This welcome. is a call for action to the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Please tweet. Crazy people Reddit yes, at Marty at Marty and see how many oh, he can even see how many he can withstand before he finally top, fucking top my fingers are just like exactly. yeah. ah, climate denarius Scientologist here I go yeah, yeah. I think and then good see for you. <laughs> this is gonna ha- no long term we're helping your your relationship because oh my god with yourself yeah. Like exactly. So I think You're this right. is this is probably going to be one of the um last podcasts from this 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 place. Where's the really? new place? Down down the street. <laughs> next door. <laughs> next door. It's in my bedroom yeah. like next door. Yeah. yeah, in the kitchen. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's like a, a half a mile away. Um So, do you guys have you and ever lived with a significant other? Yes. And do you have any words of advice? Uh, <laughs> For living with a significant other, my, my, the main advice when that you I will guys give you. break up, just leave everything behind. Oh, it's literally not worth it. Oh my goodness! That's my advice. Really? You were like that is that was my oh my that was goodness. my. I, I've, every time that I've gotten in a breakup, I feel like I yeah. lose like over half my shit. Yeah. That chair. We bought together. Yeah, you well, cannot I've take it. You two. cannot take it. Every all of those things become really what they are. Is you're leaving, and so every little battle that you fight is to is because you're either wanting to leave or you don't want to leave or whatever. And, That's what it is. Is that those well, things become symbols? Yeah, for I was like, okay, so do I take my furniture and leave him and his roommate with nothing because it's mine, or? Do I just fucking leave it and get along with my life? Because it's not like I have anywhere to put the new furniture. The place I'm moving into has furniture. So you leave it behind. And it's like it starts with the furniture and then it moves to like everything. This is terrible advice. I'm so sorry. I have some better just advice. Just plan to lose all your shit. Okay. So so it so it will it will not last. Horribly. It will not it's last. It's going to yeah. end horribly. Yeah, You're going okay. to be sad and just don't worry about your shit is what her okay. advice is. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll come up with something better. I promise. I lo- will try to re- think back. Yeah, guys, if you want to tweet in at Nooner Dan Marty, and let, like, if you have any easy advice. Be for- okay. Wait, I have good advice. Yeah, I have good advice. Okay. Be aggressive. Be a g g r e s. Um. Be uh, you you kind of I don't know how long you guys have been together and how much time you spend together in each other's houses, but you when you start living together, I feel like you have to um, you kind of abandon that thought in your head that like you always have to be doing something with that person, or you have to like entertain them. Like you have to be able to learn how to coexist with someone and continue on your you know like destructive internet habits and stuff without her like stopping he's you wrong. he's clearly wrong or i like, have to respond or like i what, have to go to work yeah. now marty yeah or like whatever she does you know like if she knits or something like you know you just let her knit and you're gonna do your thing and you get just more about coexistence rather than keeping each other entertained because you happen to be spending time together that's good advice thanks All right. yeah my advice is um uh, pick your battles wisely and pick almost no battles. Yeah. <laughs> like next to zero. Like, 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 like come to the realization that 99.9% of the things that you think are a problem are just not. Uh, I'm, I'm very, very cognizant of that. So any discussion of paint colors, like, yeah, that's fine. And then it gets to like, well, then why don't you you don't care about this? Actually, then it becomes a different discussion. It does, and so that's why it's ninety nine point nine. That's why every once in a while <laughs> you have to have an opinion about something. A for that reason. Uh, B you know to show that you actually care, and B so you don't just uh, nobody respects a pushover. Marty is what I'm saying. We Fair enough. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but you do. I think that that's in relationships in general that. At least how I feel. Actually, relationships with a significant other, relationships with people, kind of the way that I go through my life um, without making a bunch of enemies is that none of that stuff really matters. These things don't matter. No. Don't argue things that you actually don't really Because you're arguing with yourself is what you're doing, ultimately. Right, right. And you're, it's, it's but, not I mean, even about... Gosh, we're telling you that, and look at how you act on the internet. It's like, <laughs> you know, things. these things do fucking matter to you. That's what's insane to me, is like... You you be you 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 do you whatever but like you're welcoming you're bringing that it's mostly yeah uh, my the midge got an argument with someone that he works with about because the midge grew up Catholic and so he knows Catholicism so you get in an argument it's a powerful cult yeah and he gets in an argument with one of his coworkers about like this like Catholic mythology or whatever the fuck they were talking about. And, like, the midge isn't religious anymore. And I, so he's like, oh, I just got in a heated dis- discussion it's, with someone from work about this. It's scary. And I said, yeah. okay, so you got in a heated discussion at work. Do you care about something you don't how care about? Much, exactly. How much, do you care that this guy that you work with knows that you know all your shit about Catholicism? Is that, do you care about what he thinks? And he was just like, no. And I was like, well, then why the fuck did you get in a uh, heated discussion? Yeah. It's like, well, it's, it's true. like people that go, I know, I know. Like when you're talking to them, they go, I know, no, I, I mean, know it that. comes to, even with my family, even with my family and like their, their crazy Republican Donald Trump stuff. I don't care. Like I don't need them to, they know what I'm doing. I know what they're doing. I don't need to engage because I don't care enough. Because peace in that, there, there you go. There's my it's advice. It's easier. Peace to, in the home is paramount. Yeah. Paramount. How do you say that Par- word? Not like Paramount. Paramount. Par- it's par- par- Paramount. 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 I have an audition That's at Paramount per- later. <laughs> peace in the home. Keep peace in the home as your top priority. Yeah. Peace in the home. All right. All right. You know. Good advice. 
good advice. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's hard when, uh, I mean, cause people get prideful, you know, I think that's I what think it, that's, yeah, you yeah. get it. I, I choose where I have my pride and, and this person's your you partner. Know. Like this person, this person, you're now like with this person and you guys are like going to theoretically, uh, sharing the load of this horrible world we live in. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. so. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's certainly so you want stressful. them to stay strong. You want them to be strong. You don't want to wear them down because it's hard enough. You know how hard it is. Same yeah. team. Same team. All right. Yep. That's same the, team. that's the, uh, hashtag for today's show. Same, hashtag same team. Yep. Hashtag same team. We're going to dip team into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, dip my in that mail sack. Uh, yeah, it's it was so great. true. As I was doing it, I was like, I, your words were ringing. I was just like, I, I can't bring this up because Cassandra's just oh, going to yell sure? at me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, it's just, did you see one. this? Somebody tweeted this at us. The XKCD. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's yeah. what it is. It's Someone X- is wrong on the internet. Yeah. The poetry. It's single panel. XKCD yeah. is... to describe the situation in a single panel. Can I say this? Okay, so... XKCD is a, is a, a comic strip that somebody uh, tweeted at us, and that it is one of the funniest JP things. JP Cutter tweeted it. Yeah. Now, let's say that you are... Ah, this is a bad example, because you're probably going to say yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's say that a 16-year-old boy is telling you... <laughs> why he thinks that women don't deserve rights or, you know, no, fuck that. Let's say a 16 year old boy is telling you about fucking the flat like, earth, the flat earth. Okay. And this is a 16 year old boy. Yeah. Why are you, you making, don't know. Uh, make him 14. Yeah. You don't know. Okay. Do you a walk away and be like, I don't want to come back to this coffee shop for the next hour. Or B, be like, why do you think that? What are you learning in school? Well, I, take, I take it even further than that. Like, I actually use that model. And I uh-huh. go, what if this was my son I'm yeah. talking to? And he has some fucking stupid idea because he's been on the earth a very short period of time and he's very smart and opinionated. Mm-hmm. You know, how do I treat him? Do I go, no, you're wrong, you fucking asshole, and whatever. And I want you to feel bad now, you know? Yeah. And it's like, no, you just... uh you take the path of you that just go, okay. All I know is my comment got 559 upvotes on this video. So clearly I must be doing something right. So in other words, all, you're, you're a hero among trolls. That's really, that's a, I am, I am a giant troll. If you're, look on the monster manual and AD and D, I'm, I'm like plus, Plus three on I the hope hits you get something to hang on your wall that says that, because yeah. then you can oh just, every, every time you're in the weather, you can look up and you can be like, vindicated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I'm a nah, like, troll. Just look at the journey and what it took to get here. and Troll it, battler. It uh, it really reminded me, like, I I spend way too much time by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, like, these all these things that you guys are saying were going through my mind as I was like... <laughs> Why am I hitting send or, you know, post or whatever? <laughs> uh, That's like, like someone who like is like 400 pounds and depressed about it. Like, why do I keep eating? And like, they keep eating. Yeah, they I just know. can't stop. And like, stop. like it, it, this past week has been really stressful because of all the move stuff and work stuff. And like, at some point, like there, I, I was just stress eating, and like, why am I doing this? I'm just like, I'm shoving <laughs> and food. That's the worst. I have no you're sense of hunger. Aware that you're doing it. Full, yeah. and, but there was a now blood you just have vessel on the stains size on your of, laptop uh, to prove it. I was just like, these are these are the worst, like you know, uh, Doritos knockoffs. I could, didn't even buy actual Doritos, <laughs> but I'm just like my 
fingers are orange. I feel terrible about myself, but there's like the vein that was throbbing on my head for three days. It was just like spasming. Marty. It's like, I don't know what to do. It was like, oh. Because you're too old to act like this. I know. I'm way too old to act like this. Because you have like this. I'm a, a, a fucking adult. You have a formidable mind. And so that also means that what it takes to block that mind is yeah. also a huge amount of effort, right? In yeah. To sort of high, yeah. shield yourself just, from like, rationality. Where's my Adderall? Tyson tweet, <laughs> tweets in, uh, have an agreed upon trial period um, for moving in and an exit strategy or get married. All right. Say that again. Say the first one. Uh, have an agreed upon trial period and exit oh, strategy. Agreed upon trial upon exit strategy. Okay. Uh, or get married. Um, I, I think it might be a little early for that. For that. Yeah, uh, when you move in, be like, okay, yeah, one right. year. That's, uh, that's right. Let's, let's, that's let's go over the ground before you go over the threshold. Let's go over the ground rules here before we walk right. and, in here. And by the way, it's, yeah, it's, it's posted on the, on the door <laughs> and you just have to, you have to, you have to sign it every day. Sign just it initial every day. Every day. Initial. Just like, just like the, uh, the bathroom at a restaurant, you yeah. know, like when, yeah, they, yeah, when they, you clean I'm, it. I mopped it up. Yeah. So that, so, cause we know that in the future, we're gonna, we're gonna have to go back and refer to it and yeah. see who was right. Right. And you did sign right here and there, there, you did not, Toilet seat is up. Uh, and I you did not respect it. my space. Every day I took a picture of this with your signature and also tweeted that. So yeah. you know, there's a no, record. but it's. I think you'll be hearing from my lawyer. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I think. Ty- but Tyson's right though. Like you just. Uh, I think what he's saying is good communication. Yeah. You know, just throughout. That's what's um, nice about renting with a significant other. You got a year. Oh yeah. And then uh, I've thought that like maybe game. marriages should be on a Unless five. You're willing year. to just leave all your shit there, and then you can like leave, but you don't even have a year. You can leave whatever you want. That's my style. That's right. Yeah. I, I, we've always thought that marriage should be like the, <laughs> none of this stuff matters. It Fuck should, you. It Fuck should you. be like the Senate, and you have to like you know go through the whole nomination election process right. for after every six years. You know, right. and be like, are we still doing this? Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't vote for you. Um, I do not vote for you. I do not vote for I you. I write in my pool boy. I, 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 I strongly believe in term limits. I don't want to, I don't want to bring it back to politics. I just did. But oh, I, I believe in I strongly term. believe in term limits. I can't yeah. believe that they don't have term limits for the Well, cause here's, 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 here's what the Senate. answer yeah. always was. Like I, like I would thought about, like it came up when I was on the SAG board. And it was like, the answer was always, well, if you have term limits, you lose institutional knowledge. And my feeling is, well, okay, but if you're really here to serve, then what the fuck do you care? Then go do some other job and, that serves. And there's going to be overlap exactly. of people of, of terms. Like, so some people are going to be wiser than the others, and then they can help educate That's the new exactly people. Exactly right. Be on a be on a committee and sort of and 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 report back to the person who's now in office, because I I guarantee you what happens when there's not a term limit is that it becomes less and less about your constituency and more and more about you. Um. So Jack opened the mail sack. Yes, Jack writes in. Good morning to all. A lot of people were outraged over James Rolfe's refusal to review the upcoming Ghostbusters film, which I feel was unwarranted. So this is the the movie reviewer who posted this video saying that he he did not want to watch it. It went viral. People were complaining about it, including on this show. Uh, in his video, he makes valid points on why he doesn't want to see the movie, which were reasonable and without malice. He's not a movie reviewer, except for really old monster movies. He's a fan of the original Ghostbusters film, so he knew his fan base would have uh, would have been asking his take on the new movie. So this vid- video was his preemptive response to that. I'm a fran- fan of Rolf's, Rolf's uh, work and respect his opinion on the matter, uh, but I will see the movie, new movie regardless for my own sake. My question to you all is... 
Shouldn't we all have the right to see or not see a movie? Do we need to defer these questions to outside forces? Well, to me, that's always that's always a little complicated when you start saying what rights you have to see a movie. To, see, you to know. spend fifteen dollars on a movie, <laughs> yeah, that's a little complicated. Like, what don't we all have the right? Yeah, of course, we all. You have the right to do whatever you can do, and someone can't stop you from doing it. Is that's he trying to say have. that? That guy has the right to not go see the movie just because he's an old Ghostbusters fan, and yeah, but, we shouldn't be calling him a misogynist. The, but that's exa- that's exactly right. The, 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 you, if you, when you take the argument to that extreme about whether you have a right to do it or not, then then you're not really having a discussion anymore. I think you know about about the merits of because to me the, to me the question there is if you're a reviewer of movies. You know, should you not, like, even if you don't go see the movie, should you not be broadcasting that you're not going to go see a movie when your job is to go see movies and tell people about them? Right. Well, I guess he's not a a reviewer except for old monster movies. I, I just think that as a fan of monster movies, you would be interested in seeing it and, and you might, you, you can refuse to see it. But I think, you know, I would be interested in seeing it if I were, you know, a month, a movie. Monster guy. Mo- if you were a movie monster, if I were a movie monster, if I were a giant troll, a giant troll, yeah, with the uh, plus four damage, that a little five year old is wandering into your cage, and yeah. you have riddles. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was like the most complex callback ever. Yes, yeah, that's very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, what, I don't know. I would, I just, I don't feel the need to see every movie, and I think there was a time when. I was in my 20s and I first moved out here and I would literally see like 70 movies a year in the yeah, theaters. I did I was too. A huge, in college, I did that. Yeah. And it was really important for me to get out to the theater every weekend and see a couple movies. And nowadays, like I haven't seen a movie. Oh, I, I guess I saw one uh, recently. I saw The Nice Guys and then The Lobster. Which was, Lobster was really cool. I'm gonna go see The Lobster what tonight. Is, yeah, why do I know about that? What is that? It's a Colin Farrell movie. It was made a while ago. It's made by this Greek director. And it's, it takes place in a world where if you don't fall in love, uh, and after 45 days, they turn you into an animal of your choosing. So it's like, it's a, wow. So it's really, really funny, a uh, very dry and also very, um, you know, it's a, it's a parable. Okay. So I haven't seen the movie, but here's the problem I have with that, with that system. Oh, well, let me just say that, that I feel less, the less compulsiveness to see movies, less compulsion. Well, to see actually, not, along those lines, like when I was in college, I mean, this is what I did instead of going to class was that in this little town that I was in, the movies, and I don't even, it doesn't really even work this way anymore, but the movies would come and there would be a wave of movies and then I would see them all, all at once, one right. after another, and then there would be a lag time between when the next round of movies came in and I would actually be waiting like okay I've seen all those movies some of them twice and I now have to wait for this gap I don't I don't know that that's it does that does that dynamic even exist anymore um, I mean um no I, where mean, I could possibly I think that if go you see, see all the if, movies if you go see all the movies it probably is a little bit of time but now there's so many movies especially in LA there's so many so many theaters like different theaters that show indie theaters and things and, and yeah, yeah exactly have you guys heard exactly. of Neil Breen <laughs> No, educate us. Oh, he is. Um, he's like this architect in Las Vegas who like <laughs> produces his own movies, Uh-oh. and these movies Uh-oh. are. Uh oh. 
Yes, I have Fucking. seen his movies. Okay. So he pays for his own movies and that's how they get made. Yeah, and they're yeah. like, and they're like, you can't. Cause no one will give him money to make You a movie. can't write this shit. You cannot write these <laughs> things. If you tried to write badly, it would be better than exactly. what his movies well, are. Well, and, but I'm saying like, they're hilarious. They're not supposed to be unintentionally hilarious. hilarious. But unintentionally it's hilarious. It's like the room, kind of. It's kind of like the room. Ed Wood. So I went to the Lemley with the Midge and his friend, and Lemley. we went and saw one of Neil Breen's films that were just—it was just there that one night. Uh-huh. And pass through. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, and it was unbelievable. Like within two minutes, I was like, "Is this really what I'm watching?" Like I didn't even know what I was going into, to be honest. Like they said, "Oh, it's the same guy who did Fateful Findings," and I hadn't seen that one either, but I'd seen the trailer, and it was unreal. And but I'm so, why am I thinking about this? Oh, because there's so many movies to see all the time. Oh my god! All right, I'm just watching the trailer, and it is not of this earth. I am artificial intelligence from far into the future. Yeah. All right. Enough said. It was incredible. Like there were so many conflicting like points of views. Like he was essentially suggesting that we should genocide like. All of like the CEOs and bankers and like uh-huh. big money people and, and like, like really uh, shitty titles and bad digital effects and too. oh god the digital effects. Anyways, this movie was dog shit. And if you're feeling silly, you can download it online, and I recommend it. Uh, why? Just because. Like why? I know I, I hear what you're saying, but like so. Uh, why Gather some friends. Towards shitty stuff. Have Just, you seen the room? No. Oh, you should. It's just fun to watch fun. these things. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's a, it's is a, the room the one is the, <clears throat> that my son says is so, it's so bad that it's the, like literally the worst movie ever. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Wiseau. It's yeah. like it's, these things are fun. The, the theater was packed. Oh, wow. It was packed was it full fun? of people. And were, was it? Yeah. People, people were fucking fun? laughing. And I was, and he was there. And I was like thinking, I like leaned over to the midget. I was like, do the people know? Does he know that people laugh at him? Well, Tommy Wiseau, you know, he would show up at every screening and, uh, and he, he claims that it's on purpose but now. But then once, yeah, when it became this cult phenomenon, he's like, oh, you know, I purposely made this a comedy. Yeah. But he's like, that's kind of like you with when he shows up at every screening to see what people are, how they're reacting to his movies. Isn't that kind of like you going on the internet and engaging with uh, crazy people? No, because he is trying, he's making money off of it. And he's also not trying to say that his movie was good and that, People are wrong. Um, R. Kelly, when he was doing Trapped in the Closet, and yeah. he started realizing that people thought it was really funny, he started intentionally trying to make it funny, and right. then it got really, really shitty, and like became like a Tyler Perry thing, and it, like when he was playing a bunch of different characters. That's why I'm saying you can't write this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You just you just have to be shitty. Do you remember American Movie? Did you see that yeah. documentary? Mm-hmm. Like like that's one of my big. Chris Smith is the uh, one of the guys in it. Bornstander, Bor, Borstant or something was uh-huh. the guy's name. But like, I watched that movie and like, it's terrifying to me because I. Well, can uh, you explain the premise? Well, the premise is, is that it's, it's a documentary about this, um, you know, odd, this eccentric guy. Mark Borchardt. Mark Borchardt, who's in a, going through a divorce or he's had a divorce or whatever. And in he, Wisconsin, right? Something like that? Huh? Wasn't it in Wisconsin? Yeah, somewhere, a rural place. And he is passionate about filmmaking and is trying, like, through all of the things that are happening in his life, make this weird, I think it's called Coven. Coven, yeah. Coven, this yeah. weird horror movie. And you see little bits of it and you go, okay, this movie is fucking terrible. And, uh, but 
he is so, it's inspiring how passionate and how, um, hardworking he yeah. is to yeah. like make this movie. And he, and he seemingly has no idea that he's made a terrible movie, which I, I bought. I bought the movie. I got so, I got so, uh, caught up in his thing that I, I bought VCR, whatever copies of his of VHS, movie, yeah. VHS copies. Yeah. And, uh, my, my fear is that like I'm him, right? That, <laughs> That I, I am so committed and passionate with my art and really I'm just very mediocre and, uh, and I don't know it. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying, that's like a, that's like a, it's sort of. So you buy this movie to project on yourself? Well, I didn't know that. I mean, I didn't, when I watched it, I was so sort of like, I was so inspired by how hardworking and passionate he was. And I was like, good for him, man. He's not like a, he's, he's in this like, you know, he's not in the artist side. He's not in Hollywood and he's not, you know, he's just a regular guy in Wisconsin trying to be a filmmaker. And I still, to this day, I'm very proud of him. You know, I'm, 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 uh, but like I'm going, but he seemingly has no idea that his movie is terrible. Just like, like what you were saying, that guy that made the room, you know, probably didn't have any idea that his movie is terrible until oh, he thought it was great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, so I what think if there that's are, me. Mm, I think you have, there's a certain point where you're just like, oh, I, I have a steady paycheck. I, ex- know. I know. And that's the logical side. You go, well, it is what it is. And obviously people are nice enough to, or whatever, kind enough to hire me. So I must have some sort of skill. I was going to say, you wouldn't be booking stuff if you were shitty. Um, you say that, but then you look at all the shitty stuff that's out there. That's Most true. stuff is shitty. You I know. know. I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't booked in forever and I just think like. That's why the stuff is all shitty. Yeah. Because you're not booking more. I'm not booking more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my odd couple aired a couple weeks ago. Did it? Yeah. Um, is that where you're like a bodega owner or something? Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that was a long time ago. You and I should do the odd couple, and you would be Felix, and I would be Oscar. And Have you never done Oscar? No. You'd be so good at it. You'd be fucking awesome as Felix. Um, I, I would like to wear an apron. I, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. He's like he, Felix. Is do you like really not know? Fastidious. I'm not super familiar with the Odd Couple. Oh, uh, so it was a it's a Neil Simon play that from the 50s, 60s, something mm-hmm. like that. So and, 50s, yeah. And uh, it was a huge, huge Broadway hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, Walter Matthau, Jack Lemmon mm-hmm. were in the movie version. I don't know if they did it on stage, but you'd be. Yeah. Jack I thought it was Lemmon. a t- yeah. I thought it was a TV show. It and was, then they turned it into a TV show oh, okay. with Tony Randall and Jack Klugman. Mm-hmm. And now it's a TV show again with Matthew Perry and Tom Lennon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's oh Tom? Oh, so Tom Lennon is Felix. Yeah, yeah, of course. He's very funny. He's so good. I love um, Matthew Perry. Um, when you I guys handle the microphones, yeah. like everybody can hear it, but that's okay. I mean, you can just so you know. Um, what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, Todd writes in Smurps. What? Wobis boo. What? W o b wobis do wobis? Is that something that we talk about? Anyhow. W-O-B-I-S-D-U, question mark. To clarify or clarify, uh, James Haney <laughs> is the name on the Gmail account, but friends call me Todd. Uh, but that's when I call me when I'm not around. Thanks to Frau Giselle for helping out with that. Can't wait for season two of her podcast after this week's Nooner cast. Double the fun. Glad to have expanded some vocabularies last week. Uh, had no idea pear-shaped was an obscure term. Thanks for the support. Re-healthcare. I love how my doctor's brow furrowed more and more in frustration when I responded to each procedure he brought up with, how much does it cost? Like I'm supposed to open my wallet and say, help yourself. 
the Giselle Quare duet was awesome. Can they do You Don't Bring Me Flowers Anymore next? Well, <laughs> that's we'll, funny. We'll do when that. that? <laughs> um, that's a, you don't bring me flowers. Where? Do you know that song? It's Neil Simon. I'm no. Neil Simon. Neil Diamond and... Uh, uh, Barbara Streisand. Neil Diamond wears sparkly jackets, correct? He does. He does. And I get him confused sometimes with Jimmy Buffett. Because <laughs> uh, I don't, I feel like people who like Neil Diamond actively also actively like Jimmy Buffett. A little different. A little different. Like, if you're going to Vegas to have margaritas in Margaritaville and someone said, Hey, did you hear Neil Diamond was playing at Caesar's Palace? <laughs> I feel like everyone in Margaritaville would go, what? <laughs> really? Really? Are, are there tickets still left? <laughs> I would cancel my Thunder Down Under tickets and go see Neil Diamond. I love him. I yeah, think, I think it might We're be on a honeymoon. This is my third husband. <laughs> We won at Blackjack. Yeah. Um. He's very good at poker and quaps. He had me blow on the dice like they do with the young girls. Um, Todd goes on. Hope Bill's oh. appearance is not just a one-off. I miss his unique brand of snark. That's one way of putting it. Um, also, John and Vivian are great at contributing to your ever-growing constellation. Uh, uh, oh, to our ever-growing consternation and confusion. Fun for all. Take care out there. Always. Uh, well, from the East Coast, that's Todd from Catawba, Catawba, North Carolina. Um, thanks, Todd. It's always great to hear from you. And then lastly, Leo writes in uh, from Finland. He says, wow. Dear Murps, I was listening to a rival podcast. How dare you? I know, right? You know, I, I'm not going to listen to We have there. rival podcasts? <laughs> Who rivals? Like the, like the Jets and the whatever? Yeah. Yeah. We're the whatevers. <laughs> the whatevers. <laughs> so he was listening to, I was listening to Rival Podcast. Isn't every podcast a rival? Yes, it is true. The Giselle Show. That's what he was listening to. Oh. Uh, not very closely, mind you, but I thought they had an interesting take on the whole new Ghostbusters film from the point of the storytelling and writing. The Rival Podcast host, you can name them, that's fine, uh, talked about how they've read articles describing this kind of one-upsmanship and strife in the set of the movie where each star wanted to get as many, many funny lines and jokes as possible. Like, oh, and funny. I quote, that's funny. a bad SNL sketch, as opposed to the more situational and chemistry-based comedy of the original film. So I'd like to ask, do you see yourself more as an SNL-type one-upsmanship in comedy, where every line of dialogue is de- designed to be the punchline? No. Or are there still comedies that rely more on the situations and chemistry between the stars? Follow-up, if Ghostbusters, uh, if the remake tanks... Do you think it'll have a negative effect to movies with all female cast and crew? Have a happy summer. Uh, Leo from Finland. P.S. Sorry for not sending more email, but less is more. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it didn't, didn't have a female, uh, director. It was Paul Feig, right? Yes. Yeah. So, well, he's a little effete, though. I've, I've never <laughs> seen him talk. Oh, he's always wearing, like, natty suits and stuff like that. Oh, good for I mean, him. Yeah, he's very funny. Um, actually, so, you know, he was an actor, uh, and he was like a, the second lead in this horror film with, uh, Virginia Madsen. What was it called? It's like, takes place in prep school. But anyhow, he gets killed in it. Oh. Um, spoiler. Spoiler. I think that you can have both. I think that you can have a situation where 
there's a bunch of punchlines and every line is funny while also having a cast that has chemistry. I think that shows like Parks and Rec and things like that where they're highly improvised. I think that those are good examples where you have the chemistry, but also people are saying a lot of funny stuff. But do you get the, I I, I feel like the question is more directed at the sort of, um, uh, what's the word? The, 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 not posturing, but the sort of positioning to try to be the one that's getting the funny lines. Is that, is that kind of what more is driving that question? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Whereas I feel like on Parks and Rec, which I agree with you, is just absolutely genius and is like one joke after another. Yeah. Yet I care about all those characters equally rather equally, than yeah. thinking like, oh, Kristen Wiig is the funniest one no, or things like ex- that. I understand. Exactly right. It's I a mean, completely ensemble situation there. I think that there are, it comes down to good writing and directing. Like, they're the Judd Apatow, or not the Judd Apatow, the uh, uh, Will Ferrell movies where they just turn on the camera. And they're just like, okay, riff on this for 10 minutes and we'll, we'll pull 30 seconds out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think if you do that, you can lose the story. And, and that's why, like, one reason, like, people think, like, um, like Parks and Rec is all, is heavily improvised or, mm-hmm. or people thought that about Party Down. And for the most part, Party Down was, uh, like, all the writing. Yeah. And, um, there were some par- things that were in- improvised here and there, but, but you start with good writing, and then if something comes out after that, then if it works with the story, like it does in Parks and Rec or in 30 Rock, um, then you go with it. Or I don't know how much of 30 Rock was improvised. I don't think it was. It wasn't. I don't but think it was there, either. But I love that the goal is like how many jokes can we fit on the page? Well, yeah, you know? 30 Rock, especially in the, later, in the later seasons – Every bam, single bam, line bam, of dialogue. Bam, bam. Every single line of dialogue. Yep. Even if it, even if it has a dramatic pause in between. Yeah. Like Alec Baldwin's line could start normal and then he'll have a beat and then it becomes a joke. But like you, there's not one character that talks without saying a joke. It's every time. Some of the near, near the end. Writing. Yeah. I mean, it's more, not so much in the beginning seasons. Um, just but they I, hit their rhythm. Like, yeah, it, but that once, yeah, once they hit their stride and that's what it becomes, it's yeah. insane. But that, there's no way that that's improvised. That's, to me, the, the show that kind of best exemplifies that <clears throat> is a uh, family guy where right. if you just have jokes per minute, like, the equation, what what show? Like, there's there's n- almost never a line on that show that's not a joke. Yeah. But that that feels more like like a Henny Youngman act where it's all like yeah. one liners. Exactly. A, right. And exactly. I think that a lot of it doesn't relate to the story. So I I can't tell you the plot of any one for from the you other. You can though. I mean, it's always really simple. It's always a very extremely. It simple It starts plot. one way and then it usually like strays another way yeah. and then that's it. And it's like Peter. It's someone's hubris. They they you know ends yeah. up being you know hoisted on their own petard or whatever. They as they try to make things better, it gets worse. And I can see where the whoever wrote this email who. Leo from Finland. I can see where Leo from Finland is coming from, and I can see a situation where the new Ghostbusters can suffer because I've seen the old Ghostbusters, and I wouldn't even describe it as like a super hilarious movie. It's not. You know, like it, it is, it has funny moments, but it's more about the story and it's not super funny. But what they did was they cast three of the funniest women who are working right now. And it's kind of impossible for it not to be like this insane joke filled thing. And they've got their teams, right? Their teams are all in there sort of, even before they even start shooting, sort of making sure like, like, let's make sure that information that I can't really. Oh, come on, do it. Just don't use names. 
And use a different, yeah, pretend it's a different movie. It's, it's Schmoosbusters. Okay. Schmoosbusters. Schmoosbusters. Yeah. And Istin I wonder Rig. how much in trouble I could get. Go for it. I slept with someone um, who does uh, digital effects on, um, so, on this one, on this one movie. Uh-oh. Um, and he was talking about making how, them look how different? much work he had to do <gasps> on oh making my. them look different, specifically mm-hmm. one of the actresses who mm-hmm. didn't like how she looked in the jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. And they had to do a lot of digital effects that to is fix it. fucking power in Hollywood. Well, and God, so I say, right it, isn't it? And it was incredible to find out about. And I say this, that might, like that in itself when you when you say that it's probably like one joke after another trying to see who's the funniest or whatever, I can see that. Because if there's already this like thing of like making sure that you look good in the jumpsuit and all these things, then I don't think that the comedy is what's important. I think that being the star of the movie is what's important. Exactly. And, and that- I don't like to think that way about these uh, about these women because I love Kristen Wiig. I love Melissa McCarthy. I love Kate McKinnon. They're great. But I think that putting them all three in the same movie, even though... I mean, like what? Melissa McCarthy and um, Kristen Wiig were both in Bridesmaids, but it was Kristen Wiig's movie. She wrote it. It was done. Mm. That was her movie. Melissa McCarthy stood out for sure. It, but like, like everything she does. She does. But, I mean, you're just taking like these three fucking... Like Kate McKinnon's no, no the best love, person well, they're now, on they're, SNL. There's no love for Leslie Jones? Oh, right. The black one. Uh <laughs> Sorry, I'm just treating this Ghostbusters like the normal one, where everyone fucking forgets oh about the black god. one there too. Why do I feel like my job just got taken away from me? Oh my somehow. god, that no. was my line. Leslie, I think if you look at the script, that Leslie was my Jones line. Leslie Jones is great too. Um, is I, she is she bla- uh, black as the new orange? Is that what she's from? Or just new black? No, she's on SNL. Uh, oh, I know who she is. I know who she's Leslie the Jones SNL is. one, not the the orange is the new black one. Oh, black person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That well, sounds- I could picture her face. I just, yeah. I, don't, I don't watch either of those shows anymore. About so. Leslie Jones. Oh. She's got her, she definitely has her own brand and she's definitely like does her own thing. And I feel like the other, uh, African American girl that they have, the other black girl that they have on SNL, Sashir something, uh, suffers because not necessarily, because Leslie Jones has her own thing. Leslie Jones is like a that's, big, that's that strong, show. like everybody's got their thing on that show. Well, and and, and I feel like Sashir doesn't have her thing, and she also doesn't get written into all the other sketches. Like she so you're probably could, you, you they're, they're keeping her on the show because she's black, is what you're saying? Kinda huh. because Leslie Jones does her own thing where she's usually bigger than the, whoever's hosting the show. So it's like they did the one with Peter Dinklage and her like doing naked and afraid and it was fucking hilarious, but it was like it's already funny. Yeah, now. but it was fucking hilarious. But like on the other half of it, like Sashir doesn't get any of those kinds of things because she's not this big black scary like woman or she does. Or that's not her brand. Well, and what we she also does. don't know how that's going down because there's a lot of politics. I know. Well, it's a lot of politics, but I'm saying that I'm sure Sashir could play any of the little parts that Cecily Strong plays or that A.D. Bryant plays, but maybe she's just. I don't know. I mean, I think Cecily Strong is actually the one of the head writers or something, so that probably plays into it. The point is, I don't know why Cecilia's still on the show because mm. she barely ever gets any screen time, and if she does, she's usually just. But if she's a one, writer, then she's well. They're all writers. Well, they're all yeah, writers, but I'm writer. saying, but she's usually just like one out of three people sitting in a room. She gets a couple lines, and right. like she's never had a sketch about her. She's never had a big character, anything land. 
and I don't really watch the show all the time, but like every time I do watch it, like I'm sure it's not a coincidence that every time that I catch an SNL episode, she's barely in it. By the way, no East Asian people in Ghost- Ghostbusters. <clears throat> um, what, what's it? Is there a West Asian? Well, they're South Asians, you know. So South and East Asians is all we have. There's no North Asians. No. So just South and East. Yeah. Uh, last thing, mm-hmm. I do think that if this Ghostbusters tanks. Yeah, that's what I want to get. To. I think that it. I mean, when it tanks. I think that. Well, who knows? It might be funny. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go see it. Um, but w- if it tanks, um, I think it will affect all female casts remakes of things. Really. A little bit. I mean, I don't think that it's gonna, that they're gonna stop making it. I think it's just gonna be like, that's gonna be like something that everyone's gonna blame it on. Oh, it sucked because of this, this, and this. What a pedestrian reason to remake the movie. I agree. There's a lot of. Oh, it's all women. It's so different now. I mean, who fucking cares? I mean, it's. I don't even think that Ghostbusters is gonna be remade. Exactly. Like I just said earlier. I don't think Ghostbusters is that funny of a movie. It's a mediocre movie. Hang on a second. It's just doesn't I was watching it with the sound. I don't remember where I was. was Somewhere like, somewhere where the sound was off and it was in the background and I could not take my eyes off it. And, And that's. Probably because it's nostalgic, I guess. But uh, but I could not take my eyes off of it, knowing everything. It was, it's like when Julie sees um, when Harry met Sally in the background, right? And she can't take her eyes off it because she knows everything. You know, there happening. are people who just really love Ghostbusters. I had an, I, I had an ex. It. The first time I watched Ghostbusters, I fell asleep because I was really tired. And I had an ex who loved Ghostbusters, and he was just like he turned it off like halfway through because I was falling asleep. And I was like, "How did you know I was falling asleep?" He's like, "Oh, because you weren't laughing." And then I rewatched it later, and I was like, I don't wasn't laughing anyways. Like, all right, two movies that you've fall, that we've all fallen asleep at. You, that Ghostbusters is one for you. And two two movies that are two popular movies that you fell asleep during. I fell asleep. Well, I got I fell asleep during a lot of movies. I fell asleep during like I I can't I, I can't go watch a movie in the theater past eight o'clock. And when I they, will fall when, asleep when they added those reclining chairs. Oh yeah, and I'm alcohol, a fucking toast. Fucking, exactly, the alcohol it, is what it did it. I, I fell asleep during the last Star Wars. Yeah, still still loved it. Me too. Still loved. I, it. I fell asleep during yeah. the Dark Knight. I fe- oh no 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 no. What was it? Oh, I fell asleep during um Guardians of the Galaxy. I still haven't gone back to seeing it, but I fell asleep during really most of that movie, movie. and it was movie. and it was loud too. Oh, the Matrix! Uh, even, I fell asleep. Don't even get me. St- well, the first Matrix or the ones the ones after. I was younger though, so I don't feel like that counts. After the I first fell asleep one. during the Lobster and still loved it, and I fell asleep. Um, I fell asleep all the time in movies. I like have some of the best dreams when I'm falling asleep, and then I wake up and I feel great. Awesome. I love I love Christian Bale's my friend. He's my neighbor and right, he right. makes cakes for me. Right. Oh, and there he is on screen. Hey Christian. <laughs> Hi. Remember that cake you made for me? Sir, we're gonna have to ask you to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Robe Warrior. I, I, I felt is that what oh, it's yeah. called, Robe Warrior? Uh no. The new one. It's, it's called Fury. Fury Road. Fury Road. Fury Road, I fell asleep during and the oh, new really? Star Wars I fell asleep during. Yeah. Both of those at those I whatever theaters with the I fucking... Pick. I pick. I pick. Oh, you're the toast. They feed you. Bring. They get you alcohol. Yeah. You get a little screen. You just push the screen and they bring you food and booze. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just... I had a couple beers before Guardians of the Galaxy and I just... I was just done. I can't watch those... I can't watch movies past 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah I'm the I same just way. can't. Well, Our, isn't that adorable? That That is like... That, that's old behavior. I know. That's like old person behavior. Yeah. I, I have a Aww. lot of old person quirks. That's adorable. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> but I think that... I like... I, I can't even have a glass of wine anymore without being like, so... Those Jews. Yeah, right? <laughs> if... 
okay. Every time I have a glass of wine, I'm just like, I don't want my kids playing around the I Mexicans. <laughs> if Ghostbusters tanks, I don't think it'll have a negative effect on movies with all female casts. I think Who it might. This? Uh, Leo is asking this. Okay. But I think it might have an effect on like, do we really need to remake a movie and then replace it with an all, you know. I cannot see that ever stopping. All, any kind of cast, whether it's. Well, why? They never stop. But the fucking Indiana Jones new ones keep tanking and they keep making them. No, those make money. Well, Ghostbusters will make money. But this is a slightly different thing. That's insane to think that Ghostbusters, it's not going to tank in the sense of like, no one will go see it. That's chaos. Everyone's going to go see it. It's just whether or not people like it. It seems like the premise is just even more specious when you base it on race or gender or something like it's sort of like we're going to take this thing that we already made and and you here's the big difference the big difference is you know it just seems they're all women (laughs) 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 with that enthusiasm (laughs) (laughs) which one's funnier uh, Darren says, Strong isn't a head writer. Sashir is probably gone this year. Only Mooney is pulling double duty. I don't know what that means, but apparently that Paul is Paul Mooney. I know, or okay. not Paul, is that his name? Paul Mooney? Or I am I know. just pulling that name on my ass? Yeah. Uh, he does the digital shorts now. He kind of replaced Andy Samberg. Nice. Are you excited about the Andy Samberg movie? I kind of I saw am. an ad for I it. I saw the music video. I haven't seen the trailer, though. I, saw the, I just saw the music video. He's dropping the, the, the music first, right? Before yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Funny. him. It's, I think he's great. I think that... Yeah, those those like boys from Jew. Berkeley, the, those Jews from Berkeley, they those do, Jews they from do, Berkeley, they do, they do good stuff. Jews. I love them. Uh, so everybody, I want to thank you guys for listening today. It was a good show. Um, for everyone who's listening live, follow uh, following the podcast is the Giselle Show podcast, which is live. Friends, mid friends. How do we get there? Uh, you go to podcast dot That's G I S E L E. One L. G-I-S-E-L-E. Yes, there'll be cool chit-chat, improvisation, and some laughs. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just reading the, the copy. Probably here. as many laughs as our show. No, you're <laughs> at wrong! Least, at least the first 30 minutes of our show every week. <laughs> our show is If flat. I listened to this show, I wouldn't turn it on until 9.30. <laughs> uh, fair enough. <laughs> oh, For real. Like the only part that I care about, you just like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Uh, but please, everybody, listen to that. It's starting in two minutes. What do you guys have to plug? I got nothing. I don't know. I booked a Hallmark movie, but I don't yeah. know. What? Yeah. Come on now. Congratulations. That's Congratulations. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, which maid do you play? Which maid? <laughs> <laughs> the main maid, yeah. The main maid. <laughs> yeah. Are you the main maid? Probably. No, I play, I play a bridezilla type character. Awesome. Nice. Oh, that's what you're talking about, weddings. Mm-hmm. Here's mm-hmm. the thing, man. No matter what, you, you, you're you not going to be the weak link. You show up and you do your job and you don't think about the whole project. Oh, I'm not thinking about it. I'm excited. You show up and do your job. and Because and, 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 the best thing would be if people went, man, that movie sucked. But boy, that, that bridesmaid was awesome. From what I understand, there's a pretty quick turnaround. So I guess uh, I don't know when to look out for that. But. All right. Well, we'll that's we'll, exciting. We'll I'm excited. We'll keep everybody abreast of the situation. Radar. and. In the meanwhile, uh, fill our mail sack. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. If you Tweet know what I mean. at us, follow us, tell a friend that you listen to this show, and they'll be like, what? 
Why? Tell a, tell a well, I listen to rival podcasts. That, that sounds like a business model. Tell a friend. Tell like a friend. you could have a friend that's on the internet. So here's what you do. You yeah. tell your friends to listen to this podcast, and then when they tell their friends, then you start making money. That's and then, right. right. And then Ooh, when I they like tell it. the and then when they tell their friends, you know, then everyone starts making money, and you start making a little bit more. So you have to get in early. You have to get in early. You have to get in now. now. Yeah. And look. If you if you tell enough friends, you're gonna get a pink. This is a guaranteed BMW. Pay. guarantee. Yeah. yeah, a guaranteed. guaranteed. All right, you're, you're welcome, people. You're to welcome. Get into it now and go listen to the Giselle Show podcast, I'm and we will you see you next Tuesday. Bye. Oh, love, love. Hit that button. Time to hit that button. Time to hit that button. Time to hit that button. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.